Hello, and welcome to the Roleplaying Exchange. Today, we are going to be playing a one-shot of Delta Green. I'm Nick, and I'll be running the game tonight. Um, we have three investigators here with us. I'll let them introduce themselves in alphabetical order. Hey, starting at the top of the alphabet, this is Adam, and I am going to be playing the role of Dr. Wayne Cameron. I just made up his name right there on the spot, and he is a physician, obviously. Uh, works at, I think, tr hospital-wise. I mean, he kind of did a lot of trauma ward kind of stuff, uh, ERs, you know, pe people rowing in and out there. And I believe his introduction is into Delta Green was uh, someone came in with some real weird symptoms, and he saw a little too much. And asked a little too many questions, and now he's part of the, I don't know if i call it a conspiracy, but he's part of the uh, solution, quote-unquote. Okay. That brings you to me. Hi, I'm Brownie. Uh, I'm playing uh, Tim Opitz today. He's a 44-year-old police officer who just can't quite make detective. Uh, owning, owning, at least in part, to uh, being part of Delta Green, taking lots of personal time, and always just having something happening. Something keeps coming up. Yeah. Partner always having to to cover for uh, certain absences. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, you know, not not in the good graces of the, of the force. We'll say it that way. How many days from retirement are you? Just asking. I, I want to make detective and get that cushy desk job, but you know, it's just not going to happen. <laughs> Understandable. You, you know, they get they have that punch card at DG. You uh, work ten cases, they'll give you a promotion. Um, it's 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 just around the corner. Um, I mean, it's a coupon for a chance at a promotion. It's just, it's one of those things. And then last but not least. Um, I am Margo and I will be playing the role of nurse Kim Hammond. Uh, Dr. Blaine and I actually work at the same hospital together and um, had a very similar experience with an odd patient coming in um, and asking a little too many questions. Yeah. When I asked you for that scalpel and you handed me the scalpel and I started cutting, that's when things got weird. And yeah. um, go ahead. I'm sorry. Very weird. Very weird. I'd also like to preface this, ladies and gentlemen. Margo is my sister, and this is her first time playing a role-playing game. So we just thought we'd uh, jump her in like a gang member into the hobby by running Delta Green. So thanks, Nick, for volunteering for that. And, uh, yeah, so just want to... <laughs> You may, on this recording, hear me talking in the background, because we are 18 feet apart. Of course. Uh, and I will. I uh, prepared a little simple scenario, uh, nothing too crazy, uh, to help with the introductions. So you wake up tied to a table. No. Um... Not again. <laughs> okay. Um, Put down that scalpel. They so, Oklahoma. <laughs> so, Tim... Um, what are it is a um Tuesday morning. What are you be up to at your are you uh it's it's early, it's in the morning, you're at work. What what would you be doing currently for the NYPD? Well I just pulled an overnight, so I'm uh congregating around the coffee machine trying to just, you know, uh get through the rest of my shift. Getting a little coffee, getting a little simulation so I can just keep going and finish up tonight. Okay. Um, so I mean, it's morning, but the night. You just fill up your coffee when you get a call on your cell phone. 
It's a uh, unknown number. I'll answer. Hello, this is Tim. Tim, uh, this is a mutual friend. Uh, this is a a mutual friend told me to get in contact you, uh, Mr. Green. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. And, we go back. Uh, what's up? Uh, can you can you come meet me? Uh, I need to talk to you about something. Yeah, yeah. W- what address? Uh, Penn Station. L-I-R-R, track one. Track one. I'll be writing this down in my little notebook. All right. Uh, how long are you going to be there? How long? How, got to get down there now? Uh, be there at uh, 9.30. All right. I'll see you. Hangs up. Hey, uh, uh, Tony, I, I got a call. I'm going to go out on a, on a, on a call. Uh, I'll probably end my shift out, uh, and I'll, I'll come back. Paul, you want backup? No, no. It's it's an easy thing. It's a, it's a CI. Uh, uh, it's, it's all right. I'll be back. Okay, don't forget to fill out that CI number. You know how the uh, the chief was uh, not liking how you didn't fill it out last time. Yeah, I'll get it from him. I, I'm sure he's got it. Uh, he, he just waves you off, uh, walks over to the coffee maker, and starts filling up his own coffee. I'll take the cup with me, but I'll walk down to the uh, to the subway and head on that way. Um, so, Doctor Cameron and Nurse Kim. Uh, would you two be working with each other first thing in the morning, or or what would you be doing at uh, that early on a Tuesday morning? What do you think, Margo? I'll let you pick. Are we working? Are we working? Or are we kind of? Is this our day off? I think we just got off of a twenty-four hour shift together, and it's our day off. So not quite got to bed yet. It was no. Maybe it was a holiday weekend. Maybe Memorial Day. Was this a Tuesday? Is this what you said? It was. Yes. Or? Tuesday. Yeah. So, like Monday, everybody was out drinking. So it was a uh, the emergency room was quite uh, lively. Um. Okay. Uh, I also forgot to uh, preface this. Uh, it is the winter. It is December two thousand eighteen. Okay. Uh, it's snowy. It's cold out. So maybe there was a a bad accident or two or something like that. So that could have also contributed to the, the late yeah. night shift. Um, okay. So you get a call on your cell phone there, Dr. Cameron. It's a unknown uh, number. Kind of look at it. I'm expecting uh, something about my car's extended warranty. Uh, hello? Hello, Dr. Cameron. Oh, uh, Yes. A uh, mutual friend of ours, uh, Mr. Green, told me that uh, you could help me with something. Uh, he kind of <laughs> looking at the coffee pot, walks over, pours him another cup. Uh, yeah, what what can I help you with? Um, medical consultation. If you catch my drift, um, could you could you meet up in person to do the assessment? Uh. Sure, I've got some time. I act like I have a choice. Okay. Uh, you could meet me at Penn Station, LIR, track one. Okay. Uh, 9.30 a.m. Uh, see you in a bit. Hangs up. Uh, Dr. Uh, Nurse Kim, if you were in the same room, you, you might have seen um, Dr. Cam talking on his phone, and as soon as he hangs up, your phone starts ringing. A no number. I look at the phone. Um, because I normally don't get a lot of calls, but decide to go ahead and answer it. Hello, uh, is this Kim? This is she. 
I don't I don't know if you've had a chance had a chance to talk to Dr. Cameron, but um, I a mutual friend of ours, Mr. Green, uh, recommended uh, me your services for a medical consultation, and I was hoping you could come meet me in person. I look over at Dr. Green and see he's poured himself a second cup of coffee, but it looks like he is uh, not on his way to heading home. So I agree to uh, join him on this meet for the consultation. Good good to hear. Um, you could meet with me, um, Penn Station, the, the, the LRR, 930, all that stuff. Um, and he hangs up. Do you, do you want to say anything to Dr. Cameron, or do you just go up next to him and wordlessly pour a cup of coffee yourself and, and join him? I I do. I walk over to Dr. Cameron and ask him if he just got a random phone call about a consultation as well. Yes, I did. And look, man, I don't know if your guys as doctors have been like this in the past, but every time I've been in a hospital or around medical students in college, they all chain smoke. So the, the, the doc, good doctors packing a pack of cigarettes. I don't know if you've all seen someone do that where they just keeps, you know, slapping it against the palm of their hand, just to get the tobacco nice and tight in there. And apparently the person in the next room is playing a, a ukulele. I'm sorry, that noise is bleeding through. And, uh, yeah, uh, looks like we got another one. Kim? That question marked Margo. Kim? Yeah, I guess. Do you want to ride together and see what this is all about? Sure, we've been up for 24 hours. This is, I mean... <laughs> What's a few more, right? Yeah, indeed. So uh, I'll go over to, uh, I guess we'll make our way to the parking lot and head on over. Um, so were any of you taking any precautions to the meet? Or are you just going to head down to that, that platform and just wait for your handler? I, I mean, I got my regular gear. I mean, uniform, just normal. And, and a shift, nothing special. Probably changing out of... Uh, Hospital clothing. I mean, I would, if I would, uh, I guess if I wanted to look the part, look professional, I would get a set of uh, like one of the doctor's overcoats, kind of the white little scrubby looking thing. But at the same time, it doesn't have my hospital's identification on it or anything like that. I just kind of a little bit of opsec so it doesn't follow me back home in case something goes wrong. But you're putting on your casual scrubs. Yeah, my. Ca- <laughs> My Starbucks scrubs. But I think other than that, no, I wouldn't do anything any special. How about you, Kim? I am just walking out and my scrubs have been in all day. Um, grab my purse, which just has the normal purse stuff in it. Cell phone, wallet, keys, chapstick. Okay. Um, so for simplicity's sake, you guys all arrive at the platform at about the same time. It doesn't look like there's a train station uh, uh, scheduled to arrive at this track for a bit of time. So you are uh, you three as you walk down the various stairs to the platform. Um, don't see you, you look around and it's empty except for each other. Okay, I kind of 
Kim and I look around a little bit, and then we uh, notice a police officer standing there. Uh, I guess I don't know if we work together or not, but uh, I guess we'll kind of. I'll at least myself. I'll casually like saunter over to him and ah, nice day. Yeah, it's going to be a a cold one out. I'll uh, so. I'll raise the the flap of one of my the breast pockets on my uniform, and there's a small triangular green enamel pin and i'll just make it look like i'm scratching and then put the flap back down i'll glance over to kim and give her the sage like nod if he's with us kind of thing uh, so for and join the group uh the police officer looks vaguely familiar to me wondering if we might have seen each other in the er at some point when a patient has come in um, very curious and a little worried as to why we're all here. Anybody know what's going on? I uh, just got a call to come down here to check something out. Uh, sounds like you all might've had the same thing. Uh, haven't seen anybody else yet. Just us three. You mind if I smoke as I light my cigarette? But uh... no. So after a minute or two, you see another person come down the stairs a little bit down the platform and start walking to you, walking over. He's got a trench coat, hat, um, sunglasses, and a small satchel bag. Um, looks around just to make sure there's no one else but the three of you and, and heads down. Um, you guys are sort of against the side of all the rows of platforms, no other people around. So you're sort of by yourselves. I'll situate myself in a little corner if there's like a pillar or something just so I have a good view of what's around. Okay. Uh, he walks over. Uh, I'm glad the the three of you could make it. We've got a uh, head scratcher of a case here. For you oh guys yeah, what, what's, what's Mr. Green got for us today? Um, you guys have heard about spontaneous combustion, right? I mean how on TV. You, how would you guys like to look into spontaneous disintegration, melting, so- something like that. I mean, it wouldn't be my first pick uh, to do today, but, uh, you know, we're here. Sounds good and safe. Good and safe. That's fine. Anything that can get us out of here as quick as possible. I'm very curious to know exactly what you're talking about, so count me in. Uh, good, good. Um, all right, let's get down to it. Um, last night, around... 10 p.m. Dispatch for the NYPD got a phone call from a distressed man saying that a person had just melted in front of him um, before a second person starts talking on the phone, apologizing for the first man, saying that their friend had a little bit too much and there was no emergency. Um, After uh, getting a warning from the operator that they should not prank call emergency services. They hang up. Um, I, I don't know what flagged it. This case was just pushed to me, but someone decided to look into it and on our end and got video footage of that location after triangulating the source of the call um, and picked up the video of the altercation. Uh, he he 
taps the, hit the satchel on the side. I've got a uh, iPad in here for you guys to have, as, long, as well as a couple of Metro cards and other passes you need to move about the city, um, prepaid and everything. Um, the iPad has a copy of the 911 call, as well as a copy of, copy of the surveillance footage. Uh, any questions yet? So, Nick, did you mention, did we find a body? Did I, or did I miss that? Uh, uh, we have not recovered a body at the time, as well as anyway, NYPD, as far as we know, didn't look into it. Uh, no one has reported a body at that near that location. Um, you guys will have to, you'll, you'll see when, when you, when you watch the video. Okay. If you do find remains, uh, obviously look into them. If you need anything, contact me at a, uh, at, uh, at my number. It's, uh, on a slip of paper in the, the satchel. Um, uh, and I'll see what I could do. Preemptively, can we go ahead and arrange to have uh, a body bag or two uh, for in case we find something? I mean, I'd rather have it and not need it as need it not have it. I I don't think you're going to need a body bag. Um, if you do find any body parts, they would be small enough to fit through a grate in the sidewalk. All right. Anyone else have any questions? Not till we review some of the materials. Agreed. Okay, so he hands over the satchel. He just holds out in front of him for someone to take. I'll take it. Uh, your 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 job that we have for you is to look into this, assess the cause of any supernatural, you know, phenomenon, if there is any. And uh, report back to us if it's a threat or anything. And then we'll update your your mission from there. Sounds good. Okay. Uh, tips his hat to the three of you. Uh, by the way, my name's Connolly. Code name, of course. Uh, so when you call, just ask for Connolly. And uh, I'll get back to you as soon as you can. As soon as I can. And um, he turns around and starts walking off. Right, I'll call. Go ahead. Right. I'll just uh, call into the precinct, let them know that my CI didn't show, but that I'm off shift now, and ask if my if my friend there can just clock me out. Uh, yeah, I could do it, but uh, you owe me a beer. Yeah, yeah, down at the bar. Right? Yeah, no, that, no yeah, worries. That, the usual spot. Insert name of cop bar here, yes. Yeah, he, uh, you know, he gives you a little bit more of a hard time jokingly, and then, you know, hangs up and clocks you out. What were you saying, Adam? This looks like we may not want to, I don't know. Is there, is there anyone else around us right now? No, not at the moment. The, well, we the next go, train on this track isn't due for another like hour and a half. I could go talk to um, station security and let let them let us use uh, one of the little rooms. You know, they let the, they let cops do that from now now and again. Uh, just for some right. privacy, you know. Mm-hmm. That doesn't they have sound... coffee at your station. Well, there's a Starbucks here here at the uh, at Penn Station. We could hit hit that place first. Sounds good. So I guess as we're going there, if, if you all know that feeling like when you're going to take a test and you know you're going to fail it kind of deal and you're just like that uh, acidy feeling in your stomach and all that. Yeah, Dr. Cameron's feeling it right now as we uh, 
you know, he's processing those for boating. Uh, well, you're not going to need a body bag kind of thing like that. So, yeah. So he's he's just kind of in in himself right now as they're walking. Um, so you get yourself to a nice to to the nice quiet secluded area. Um, and if you look inside the satchel, there's a small um scrap of paper with the phone number on, it, and there is a small iPad. I'll enter that. Uh number into my special phone just so i have it there as well as on the piece of paper okay who, who wants to look at the uh at the ipad first see what we got uh, it can't be that bad i'm we work in a hospital i'll i'll, t- I'll take this so i'll uh i guess uh sit down I, unless everyone else wants to gather around me and we watch it as a group but uh yeah just gonna I'll, sit mm-hmm. i'll watch over your shoulder I will too. Do you want to watch the surveillance footage or listen to the nine one one call? Nine one one call probably would make first make more sense chronologically speaking. Yep, that sounds good. Um, so the the phone call opens up. There's a distressed man with a um, accent um, saying that. He just saw his. Uh, he just dropped off a man who proceeded to uh, dis- to to melt in front of him on the sidewalk. Then he makes like a little surprise sound, and you hear the rev of an engine as if he just like slammed the gas, but the car was still in park. Um, then you hear a brief scuffle. And then suddenly a second man with a um, southern accent starts apologizing for his friend's call that he had a little bit too much tonight. There's no emergency. Uh, You hear the 911 operator, um, you know, warn them not to do it again. And the call ends. Uh, You can give me a alertness check. I think that's the proper. Probably. Yep. Alertness. Uh, success on alertness. Go ahead and roll your 2d10 now. Is that both dice? Yeah. One of them would be the 10 spot. The other would be the one spot. Mine landed on 30 and 9. 39. Is that... I got an odd 5 on mine. I got a 21 under 60. Okay. Is the 39 you rolled below your alertness percentile it is i have 40 on mine okay um so all of you 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 like you hear it through the entire time and then you whoever's you at you you go back to the each part and listen to it carefully and then during the scuffle part um you can hear very very faintly the words uh get out um by the the um, first man, and then you hear the second man with the southern accent say, "Police, give phone. Who calling?" Do I recognize what kind of accent the first man has? Uh what would that be? Um, would that be anthropology or? It could human. be a lot of things. Yeah, uh, it could be human. Okay, I'll allow anthropology or human. I don't know what it is. <laughs> 
when you say southern, are we talking like foghorn, leghorn, southern antebellum kind of? No, no, no. Just, just okay. very slight. Just very slight. Okay. I say, I say, boy. No, <laughs> not quite that bad. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything that would transfer over. Okay. Um, but that's that's all you get from the nine one one call at the moment. Well. That's, uh, that sounds troubling. Uh, y'all ready to watch the video? I think so, yeah. I'd as well. So the video seems to be across the street from wherever the location is. Um, it's not the best picture, but you can make things out fairly, fairly well. A taxi pulls up to a curb, and a person gets out, sort of leans in, uh talks to the to the cabbie for a second um do any of you have alertness of 40 or higher yes yes Uh, that's very weird for the cab to pull up and they must have been driving through the winter weather here in new york city with the windows down um Hmm. but they're they're they talk for a bit and the, the the man um you know, stops leading through the window, gets up, and you notice that there's two men who come from off screen just walking down the sidewalk, and the passenger starts walking down the sidewalk in their direction. So they're going to cross, and then right near a uh, grate in the sidewalk, one of the two men bumps into the passenger who stumbles above the grate and then he instantly sort of like stops for a second and you see his form sort of collapse um and you can see like uh like he's melting there's a little bit of fluid on the edges of the sewer of the of the grate in the sidewalk and he just collapses down onto the grate um the two men sort of stop and look at him. The taxi, you see the, the the driver at least making a lot of movement in there, at which point one of the two uh, two men run over to the taxi and sort of like fight through the window while the the second man starts poking through what is ever left on top of the grate. Um, the two heavily dressed the the one the one heavily dressed man who's talking to the taxi driver sort of um i guess when he's he's happy with or done with his discussion the taxi drives off and the two men just what looks like take the bones of the person and wrap them up in the remains of the clothing and then carry him off screen is the number on the taxi visible? Yes, it is. It is number 0E40. And which taxi company? Uh, NYC City Cab? Sure. Let's go with that. Thank you. Is that a sanity check, by the way? Yes. For watching? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was answering Brandy's question, but yes, I was going to end with, and please make a sanity check for seeing that. Okay. So that's a failure on my part. Okay. Uh, Success on my part. Okay. 
you're gonna have to you're gonna that. I mean, try to remind it. Failure on my part. Failure. No. Okay. No, you got a success. She, Sixty-five. Not that breaking point. So yeah, uh, mine was a failure. Kim's is a success, and uh, I guess uh, Brownie, did you succeed? I'm sorry. I did. Yes. Okay. How much should I take? So if you succeed, take one because you did see someone just melt on TV. Um, but you there, Doctor Cameron. Mm-hmm. You lose three sanity. Okay, so I go from seventy to sixty-seven because that's just not natural. I seen where it's on the subway. Um, and you also know the location where that happened because the name of the file is the the address of the the intersection where this probably took place or you know just off of. Okay. Well you don't see that every day, Kim. You sure don't. Not up on the street, maybe on the subway. But yeah. <laughs> Yes, it's was it an iPad or a laptop? I can't remember what it was. An iPad. Just kind of hits. If it look, double check, make sure there's no other files. Um, I guess there isn't. Uh, was there a timestamp that we have for that? I, I'm sure we do, but. Um, so you know the the 911 call came in uh, at 10:03 p.m. And that lines up with the timestamp on the, the camera footage that you have. Uh, in fact, when you saw the flurry of movement in the taxi cab, uh, right as the 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 one like trench coat hat man like ran over to him, that was like the time that the the phone call was taking place. So it's safe mm-hmm. to assume that the person who interrupted the taxi driver on the phone was one of the two men, the one that you saw like leaning through the window. Or, or, you know, running up to and attacking him through the window or whatever. The footage we have, surveillance footage or somebody's cell phone footage, do we know that? No, yeah. no, it, it's a it's a upper angle looking down. It's, a, it's an upper perched camera looking down. Got it. Do we want to check out the physical location or do we want to track down the cabbie? It would seem that uh, if the cabbie... He would be the one that would be the most at risk right now. Um, possibly, if you'd like, I mean, maybe we can kind of uh, split the party, so to speak, if you want. And uh, we can go check out the scene, possibly. And uh, you could do look for the cab, or I mean, or we can all do everything together, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with you, but I'll, uh, I'll call into the cab company, try to see who was working at that time. Okay. So you're taking the the subway over to the the relevant area, or did you want to drive the cop car or individual cars, or or what is your what is your preferred method of transport for the for uh, this scenario? I mean, driving My, in New York City is kind of hard sometimes, so I, I I've took the subway over here anyway. Yeah, I, I'd say team public transit. That's I think. Okay. And that's why I had Connolly give you Metro cards. Because um, <laughs> I've been through New York City. It sucks. Um, okay. Um, so as you're making your way over, you call up the taxi cab company, Tim. Uh, yes, this is uh, New York City taxi cab. Uh, how could I help you? Hi, my name is T- Officer Tim Opitz. Uh, I'm just following up on some... Uh, on a, on a complaint that we had, I was just wondering who who was working um, 
taxi zero e four zero at timestamp uh last night it's it's uh, no real problem i just just was wondering if he saw something i just want to talk to him complaint what type of complaint well we had a couple of people getting rowdy uh kind of down by the station and i was just hoping to talk to the the taxi driver he was uh he, he was down there we saw him on the station cameras you know just wanting to see who uh he oh, might have seen something he's a witness not like oh no no he yeah he's fine he's fine okay um, and, and the yeah. place that I'm saying that that the taxi was around that time is not near where the taxi actually was at that time. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, give me a second. Um, put you on hold. Uh, after a minute or two, he comes back. Uh, yeah, that um, that taxi is driven by a Emil Marcellus. Uh, I don't think he's, he's he's you know he's probably sleeping still. He'll be in in hour maybe. Do you want me to send him down to the station? No, I don't think it's something that needs to take that much of his time. We just want to, you know, get a statement from him because he was in the area. We want to know if he saw something. Yeah, sure. Just, yeah, head, head on over in uh, 30 minutes, an hour, and I'm sure we could uh, arrange a meeting between the two of you. Appreciate it. Click, click. <laughs> so let's, uh, <laughs> let's, let's swing by that physical location and then, uh, then head over to the, the taxi company. Taxi shop. Um, yeah. So you reach the address. It's just off an intersection. Um, looking around with your high alertness skills, there is a gas station uh, across the street and down on, down down a little bit towards the the corner of the of the, of the intersection, where that's probably where the security footage came from. Um, but yeah, you see it in front of you. Uh, you see the grate. You s- could approximate where the taxi cab would be. Uh, what would you guys like to do? I'll just look around the area a little bit uh, and kind of nudge the doctor and nurse to do the same just because, you know, they probably would look for something different than I look for. Sounds good. So kind of look around everywhere. I guess maybe, uh, I guess I'd like to walk in the direction of where the men were carrying the bones away. Like looking and seeing like maybe they pitched them in a dumpster or something like that. Okay. Um, This is a... Mostly residential area. Um, there's a bunch of, of trash cans and stuff that you see out amongst the buildings. Um, but yeah, just just straight down the road doesn't seem to be anything abnormal. But you can give me a search check if you want to start searching trash cans and the such. Okay. I'll go ahead and do that. So search is 40. And I wrote a 46, so that's a failure. Okay. Well, if they, they dumped the... If they dumped the bones and other remains in the the trash, you didn't see them. They they either hit it well or they dumped them further away from the site. I walk closer to where the confrontation occurred on the sidewalk by the cab and look around to see if it's possible anyone in that residential neighborhood could have seen anything else from that point of view. Okay. Um so just from your high alertness scale, you there's there's a bunch of of apartments that have windows that open onto this location. Um uh some of them have blinds closed, some of them have blinds open. It it varies. Um you'd have to to go up and start canvassing if you want to find someone who um who spotted anything. Um 
But uh, I will allow alertness check if you want for for something else. I I have a forty and I rolled an eleven. Ooh, crit success. Yeah. So if you roll doubles, Margo, like you know, eleven, twenty-two, thirty-three, those are critical successes. Sweet. Okay. So you you start thinking about oh, what the witnesses they they must who maybe. One of them saw something, you start looking at angles, and then you look, you, you turn onto your side of the street, and you start looking up and down, and you start thinking, what if the other people were keeping watch? Like, what are the chances they just so happened to be walking there as soon as he got out of his taxi cab? You take a couple paces down the length of the sidewalk, just, just looking up and along the houses, and you find, and you spot a nice little little out-of-sight area amongst one of the stoops. Um, that would be perfect to look out onto the corner. And as you look in there, you also notice there are some cigarette butts, and uh, you, you probably found the location of where um, they were hiding out. It appears to be right in front of uh, house number 14, um, just just off-screen from where the surveillance camera would have picked up. Kind of like they knew the area and knew where to stand to stay right out of sight for as long as they were waiting. Yes. Hmm. Now, how far is this from the grassy knoll, Nick? The grassy knoll? Uh, completely different state. <laughs> oh, okay. Unless you you want to trust in the X-Files interpretation of the grassy knoll, and then the shooter was in the sewer grate. Okay, we're at to watch the the footage for the the old uh, Russian grandmother in the video as well, I guess, on our second viewing. But thank you for humoring my Kennedy assassination. Um, Tim, did you want to study anything while the the two doctors are walking around looking at things? I'll look around, see if there's any kind of uh, sewer access or, you know... um city services infrastructure access in the area that could lead down to where the storm drain goes. Yeah, there's a there's a sewer there's a sewer um sewer cap sewer like a manhole cover. Manhole cover. There we go. Sorry. Um there's a manhole cover in the middle of the road that might have access. Um uh, Did you want to like look down the grate too? Yeah, I'll shine my uh shine my mag light down there. Okay. Um a lot of the snow around the grate is melted. When you look down, there's just blast of heat coming up from the underground area. Um, And you look down, and you see that there is um, a pool of liquid. And sitting in this pool of liquid, there appears to be a phone, as well as what looks like some very small bones. Hey, Doc, check this out. You might want your takeout box. (laughs) <laughs> oh, let me. T- oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> he kind of, you know, steps away from the vent because I, I guess that heat's also blowing up, blowing up a nice smell of some sort. Like yeah, it always does in, in New York. It, yeah, it's a typical sewer rancid smell. Doesn't smell good, and it's it's hot. It's it's not nice to just stand over the vent. I'm gonna go see uh, if the gas station will loan me some of their cones. Okay. Um. Yeah, they do. They set, give you set, thank you. I'll return these pretty quickly here. Uh, set them up in front of the manhole cover and see if I can just get down to that area to see if I can get the phone. Gloves and all. 
Gloves. Definitely gloves. Sure. Um, I will require an athletics check from you. I may just have some of that. Just for the overall task. Manhole covers are heavy, man. Yeah. Can I assist him on opening it? Sure, you can get a plus 10 to your roll. Uh, plus 10, Brownie, for your roll. I would have succeeded anyway. I got it. Okay. Um, so you, you managed to pry the cover off. You managed to climb down. You managed to not fall into the sewer water and all the other fun stuff that comes with sewers. I completely um, ignored the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and um, Splinter. Yeah. And alligators. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Whatever's down there. Except for I want that phone. Yes. Um, so you you managed to reach the phone. Did you want to grab any of the other bones or or anything? I mean, now that you're down here, um, you can give me a... Do you have like a pharmacy check or a science skill? or? Um, you could yell up at the top for one of us to forensic? come Forensic? I would allow forensics. Not that kind of... Maybe why I don't make detective, I guess. I don't have any of that. <laughs> there's, there's, I'll, I'll say for free that there's just a weird smell in the air other than the usual sewer smells. Well, I got my gloves on. I got a couple of evidence bags out of my uh, my cop fanny pack, whatever, utility belt, whatever we got. Um, put some of the small bones into one bag and seal that up and put the phone in the other bag and seal that up. Gloves on the whole time. Okay. And just take that back up to uh, to the medical staff. Yeah, there's there's some goo that clings to the bones when you pull it out and put it in the bag. It's not it's not fun, but you, well, that'll have the smell on it that I wanted to bring up. So we're good. Perfect. Um, yeah. So you bag everything and you climb out of the sewer. Give the cones back to the gas station and give the bag of bones to the the doctor and uh, see if I can fiddle with the phone through the bag. Here, let's take a look at this here, Nurse Kim. So I'm going to kind of, I don't know if, if you had the same science teacher I did, but I think you did, Marco. But I'm going to open the bag up, and then I'm not going to stick my head over it. I'm going to instead waft my hand over the bag so that the smell will, like, Kim, Nurse Kim and Dr. Cameron can smell it. So that's... Okay. Um, give me a science chemistry, science biology, uh medicine pharmacy maybe like you're saying pharmacy yes i succeeded well with you kim do you have any of those skills i do but if i go over the number does that mean i failed yep is that okay then i failed on any of those it's all basically that's like your percent chance of success if that helps it makes sense like a 50 is a 50 percent chance to succeed okay my biology on the papers listed as 40, and I rolled a 79. Dr. Cameron, oh, it, you know, it's been a long shift night, Kim, and you didn't think you'd have to do this, but Doc Cameron rolled a uh, 27 out of 60, so he did succeed. Okay. The bones that you have in front of you are phalanges uh, and other small bones of the body the, that could fit through the grate. But you you waft the good the, the the great smell that's coming from the bag, and you definitely pick up a chemical smell to it. Um, most you definitely smell ammonia as one of the chemicals. But uh, it might be good to 
to check this out, whatever goop this is clinging to it. Say that I can probably pull some string or go back into the hospital and kind of maybe we could finagre our way into the lab or something like that to double check some stuff. Definitely try that. You guys are going to the lab. I'll head down to the uh, taxi shop. So, Tim, while he was doing that wafting and, and studying of his bag, you were trying to work the phone through your bag. Uh, it appears to be like a simple flip phone prepaid. Um, no, no password or anything. It's not, not no crazy smartphone. Um, you, what do you, what do you want to look f- on it? Uh, text messages, calls, anything like that. Uh, there is a call to the cab company. Um, there are a couple of calls back and forth to. Uh, there's only one other number on there. It's a it's a number that seems to go back and forth, talking for um, at least the past week, week and a half. Calls between these this this one number. There's only other number on there. Right. I just take a note of that. Um, take out my smartphone and uh, Google that number. See if I can see if it's listed. See if it says. You know, it's in this borough, and you got to pay me to figure out who the name is, or you know, you know how that works. Yeah. Um, what's your bureaucracy at? Sixty. Sixty. Okay. Yeah, you're 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 buddy buddy with someone with with a tech back in the department. It's kind of one of the few people who isn't you know who's who's pushing for your promotion. You thought it was a good idea to to be really good friends with them. When you took on this whole Delta Green agent aspect of your life, um, you you think to call him up and ask him just to run the number, um, and it appears to be the number for one Kendra Wright. And what do you know? Her apartment's right on this street. In fact, it's the one that the two people were hiding in front of. Well, I should see if uh, see if Kendra's around here. We're still here. We can we can do backup for you. I mean, I I can I can I bowed three turkeys before, so I'm pretty good. Uh, is there any kind of information in the phone, like uh, a phone book with like me, my name is in my own phone, kind of thing? No, nothing of the sort. <clears throat> nothing in the like. Uh, so it's basically just a cheap burner, probably. Yes. yes. Well, I guess since we're here, we may as well try to uh, talk to Kendra. Head over to the apartment. Uh, after knocking on the door, um, ringing the doorbell once or twice, um, a woman comes to the front, opens it. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, hello. Oh, he- hello, officer. How how could I help you? Um, hello. Uh, we're we're looking for someone that we believe that you might. Uh, uh, um, might know. Uh, n- you're not in trouble. Don't worry. Uh, just wondering if you've seen a man matching this description and then describe the man before he melted. Uh, you didn't get a good look at his his face or anything. You just um, High, saw general that he body, had uh, hair color. You know. Yeah, he had glasses, beard, black hair for beard and hair. Um, and what was your question? If she's seen anyone like that? Um, 
just we we don't we we've only, we just have a, his description. We're wondering if you know this gentleman, if you have any more information about him. We believe he he may uh, have been an associate of yours. You know, again, you're not in trouble. We're just trying to get did, a hold of did, him. Did something happen to him? Uh, we're it's part of an ongoing investigation. Uh, but we we just want to know if uh, what information you can provide. Did um, is is it is it my father? Uh, it certainly could be if he, that, that matches the description. I mean, it, it, I haven't seen him for a number of, of years. In fact, I was I was hoping to try back, try to get back in contact with him, um, but uh, I haven't had any any luck so far. Um, uh, give me, give me a uh, human check, all of you, if if you wish. Okay. Not today. <laughs> Maybe I got it. I got it at 50. So I do 55. not. <laughs> She's on the level, Nick. It's a critical failure, I guess, on my part. Critical failure? Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, what, what is your father's name? Um, El- Elliot Wright? Uh, yes. Uh, do, do, you want, do you want a picture of him? I, I, could, I, could, I could give you a picture of him if, if, if you need something to match, match, match up his, his photo. That would be very helpful. Yes, thank you. Uh, okay. Uh, c- c- come on in, officers. I'll come in and stand in the entryway and not, you know, leave the entryway. So the 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 small apartment doesn't seem too well off. It's sort of downtrodden a little bit. Hasn't been cleaned for a while. Maybe, maybe she's not doing the best financially, or maybe she just doesn't care about her house. Uh, but she comes back with a photo. Um, yeah, this is a photo of. My dad. Last photo we have of him. Um, do, do so. It, do you think he's he's dead or, or what's, uh, what's going I don't on? Reason to believe that anything untoward has happened to him. Um, we're just hoping to uh, you know get in contact and we're following up on any of the. Um, what sort of thing? What sort of thing does your did, did your father do for work? What what, what might he have uh, you know been been working on? And I know it's been forty years, but but you know you you might know what he was doing back then. Um, he, I think he, he worked in a lab. I I don't, I don't know. I, I was young. I didn't really care too much about the specifics, but, uh, yeah, he, he worked in, in a lab and he just, I I don't know. Um, had a falling out with my mom, never came back. Didn't even show to my mom's funeral, but he was, he was a lab tech at some company. I think manager of the lab, he, he worked in a lab. Oh, that's very helpful. Thank you. Um, well, here's my card, and I give her my not real card that has my not real info, but does have my phone number on it. Uh, we may we may be in touch. Uh, I don't know if my associates have any other uh, questions they'd like to ask you, but uh, uh, we'll we'll try not to be too much of a bother. No, no, it's okay. Um, just, just want to to know where where my dad is. Uh, so, um, Doctor Cameron, Nurse Kim, do you guys have any questions? Where's the bathroom? I gotta go to the bathroom. Oh, just down the hall on the left. Is it is it her apartment bathroom? Yes. Okay. So uh, what I'm doing is I'm wanting to see if I can smell that same ammonia smell inside the apartment. So, like, I, be- I believe her, but I don't know. If you think that's actually me reading too deep into that, negate what I just said, since I oh, did have no, a critical it's, failure. It's fine. Um you can be like a alertness to see if I can yeah. smell alertness. 
um, to okay. see if you could smell or just just what you observe. Okay. Okay. That's a 26 out of 40, so I did at least succeed that on alertness. Okay. You don't smell the chemical smell, but something does catch your eye. Um, you have to go by her, her, kitch- her kitchen to get to the hallway, to get to the bathroom, and you notice both on the way in and out that there are a number of bills on the counter in the kitchen. But then you also notice that there are a couple of uh, <laughs> brochures for travel, like uh, having a nice cruise and going to the Hawaii, uh, which doesn't really line up with the fact that she doesn't seem to be doing well financially. Almost as if she expects to get a lot of money soon, hopefully. Nurse Kim, is there anything you would like to try? Standing next to the detective or the police officer, I do ask her if she knows if he has any of any uh, social media accounts or anything that we might be able to look into. No, I've I've looked. You know, I wanted to to see if I could find him before having to file the, you know, declare him legally dead, but. I, I guess I was kind of hoping that maybe by doing so it would have him finally show himself, but um, no, nothing. Do you have any siblings that may have been in contact with him or could have been in contact with him that maybe you don't speak with? No, I'm I'm an only child. Okay. And, nice. and I don't mean to pry, but uh, your mother, is she? Uh... No, she, she passed away. Uh, number of years ago he he didn't even show up for that the you know oh that's right you did say that i apologize uh my condolences it's fine it's fine one likes not to not acknowledge the terrible things in the world okay well um if if you find out if my father is still alive please don't hesitate to let me know um i'd hate to to go through all the trouble in the courts and i definitely would like to see him again well, again, there's my uh, my card if you think of anything else or if you want to check in. Um, again, uh, do not have any uh, reason to believe anything has happened to, to your father. Uh, if the gentleman who we're looking for even is your father, uh, and we appreciate your time. Okay, thanks. Um, she, she lets you out. Uh, all three of you can give me one more human check for the second half of that conversation. That is a success. 42 under 50. Uh, How did everybody else do? Yeah, I succeeded. I did as well. Um, she seemed really happy when the police showed up asking about her father, but then got really sad and upset when you ensured her that he was not dead. It's almost like if she she expected him to be to be dead, or was really hoping that he'd be found dead. Like you know, much more than someone who was like just upset with how family has. You know, family uh, situations, like yeah. something, something more than just being upset at the dad for, for things. Does she happen to have a regional accent of any kind? No. Uh, did, besides the the typical, you know, New York City local, okay. local, yeah. We're trying to get you to sound like a Southern Bale at some point during this conference, this game tonight, Nick. I already I, did the New Yorker. <laughs> I do declare. Yeah. <laughs> I just got to say Long Island. Did you hear my Long Island accent? Um, Long Island. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Man. So as we're making our way back, look, for what it's worth, 
the house doesn't smell like the bag, which I guess is a good thing to say on a, a Zillow listing if you said that someone's apartment didn't smell like, you know, a sewer. But I, she, uh, then I info dump that she does have a lot of um, travel brochures on the t- on the kitchen table. I kind of noticed as I was walking by. So hmm. everybody knows that now. And she did seem uh, to uh, have a little bit of a turn of of, uh, of attitude when we said that her father was not dead, uh, or we had no reason to believe that he was dead. People came from this area. She's obviously looking for some kind of inheritance, and she's if if her number was what led us to her, so she's lying to us about being in contact with him as well. If again that was yeah. in fact him that you have in your takeaway bag there. <laughs> Speaking of takeaway bags, look, uh, maybe it would be best if one of us kind of, I don't know, case, if we kind of maybe case the joint, so to speak, but also we need, in case these people show back up, uh, we also have the issue of like checking out the bag. And then you also had the issue of maybe trying to get in touch with the cab driver. Um, I mean, just offhand, and this is also Adam speaking to the fellow players here. I can go ahead and run off to the uh, hospital, try to finagle some lab stuff, and then uh, if Kim and Officer uh, Opitz or why are you pronouncing Opitz? Opitz. Opitz. If y'all want to, if y'all have a different line, I mean, we could split the party two ways or three ways or not at all, just however y'all want to do it. I think the cab driver's probably going to be a dead end, honestly. I think he uh, got shuffled away. He might be able to get, tell us you know, faces uh, or anything else, but I don't know that we're going to get a lot from him. I think that, that you your medical research... Huh? You do have a picture now. Yeah, yeah. Did you see this man? Did he call you, etc.? Um, that'll at least confirm. Uh, but I think that the the medical research on the um, remains that that you two could do is probably our better better bet at this point. Uh, here's my here's my burner number, just so we can get back in touch. I'm going to go down to taxi. I think you guys should check out the medical part. Um, so if you wanted nurse um, nurse Kim to come with you, that would be fine. I was just going to have the medical test be just you know make a roll, and then after a, like an hour or two of investigating i'd give you the results like like the 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 medical test i was just gonna like do quick results for is it now would you just accept me to run in the test well i I think i'm more of a surgeon and all that so could i just make like a bureaucracy check to see if i can get that done yeah you could do that okay so in fact I, i guess we could do you want me to sit with? Should I sit with it? To yeah, I guess I should probably be. Yeah, better. you would. You would. You would bring it in, and you'd probably want to look over the samples to make sure yeah. they were handled oh. properly. And everything. sounds good to me. So that's a thirty-four under fifty. So I do look. Uh, you know, I know somebody. Somebody has me a. Fa- uh, you know, there's a favor too. I kind of call in when I get to the hospital. I make it back into the lab. I guess I already took. A, I took a public transit. This is a team public transit. Um, you know, so I guess I'm with the lab technician and all kind of running through it. But I gotta I'm a step away, y'all keep playing. Okay. Um so Nurse Kim, Officer Tim, 
team letter I am. Um, you guys head over to the taxi service and you ask for um, Emil Marcellus. Thank you. Emil Marcellus. And you're directed to a cab in the corner of the um, the big storage place. There's a he seems to just be working on something. Uh, Is it wax, the same he's cab? waxing the taxi cab. Yeah, it's, it looks like the same cab. Um, it's got the same number on it and everything. Uh, do you do you want to uh, talk to him at first, just so we don't freak him out? Uh, being that I'm a cop. Yeah, I think that's a good plan. Uh, I'll, I'll hang walk- back. I'll hang back, but wave me over if you need me. Okay. I walk up to uh, the individual washing and waxing the car and um, quietly stand and wait until I can catch his attention. Um, He kind of seems like he's deep in thought while doing his path. Oh, hello there. Uh, I'm not in service at the moment. How how could I help you? Hi. Um. Are you a meal by chance? I am. Hi. Who are you? Um, my name is Kim. Um, I am a nurse at our local hospital, and um, I was given your name. Uh, had a question about a a friend of mine that we can't seem to find, and you may be the last person. Uh, to have contact with him. Do you mind if I just talk to you for a second? Wouldn't you call the police? This sounds like a matter for them. Uh, you know, it 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 may be, but um, I don't really want to. I don't want to set up any alarms if there's nothing to be worried about. Uh, give me a persuasion check. I fail on that. Well, I I cannot talk. What what? I, I can't divulge too much, but may, maybe maybe I can help a little bit. What's uh what when when did I drop off your friend? It was around ten o'clock last night. He was dropped off at a neighborhood down the way. Uh, so you don't he, even need human to to tell. His eyes get a little wide. Uh, I did not drop anyone off over there. Uh, you must be mistaken. Someone must have given you the wrong number or name. Uh, I, I was not over there last night. Okay. Um, is is this your cab with the number OE40? Uh, yes, I drive it. Okay. And, I mean, were, were you working last night? Do you mind clarifying that and driving I, this particular cab? I, I'm very busy at the moment. Um, Maybe you could come back some other time. Like I said, this sounds like a matter for, for the police. Um, Wave me over any time if you want me. I I look over at Officer Tim and kind of give him the, the come here eyes. I'll, uh, I'll wander over into the area. Uh, just uh, I don't know how much that I overheard. You can tell me that, Nick. No, you're fine. You, you, you probably would have stayed close enough to where you could hear them, you know, like position a, a car or something else between you guys. So it wasn't obvious that you were a cop. Then I'll just join the conversation. Oh, uh, hello, Kim. Uh, I see you found our friend, uh, Emil. He's I did. Even <laughs> He's even more worried. Uh, you, you, why, why didn't you say you, you, you already talked to the cops? 
oh, well, you know, he's not working right now. Um, he's not on duty. So it's it was nothing to be concerned about. I'm never really off duty, but it's more of a friend of a friend kind of favor deal. I'm, I'm just helping uh, helping Kim here out. Um, I'm going to cut to the chasing meal. We know you were in an area. We know that you probably uh, saw a gentleman, uh, and I'll pre- produce the picture. Do you recognize this man? Um, uh, give me give me persuasion. See how intimidating you are. I'll give you a plus twenty since you have the photo. Persuasion, huh? I mean, Roll there's that. no intimidate. All the social skills were wrapped up in. T- I could also argue law, but my persuasion's higher. Oh, that's good anyway. That's eighteen under forty. Under is my natural. Under enough. <laughs> Not a critical, uh, but a success. Yes. Uh, um, but, um, um. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That. That. That was. That was. That was him. Yes. Uh, we do have some surveillance uh, footage from the the nearby. Um, gas station you know we, we did see your your cab number on there you're not in any trouble don't worry sir we just want we're just trying to figure out kind of what happened that evening uh, but you, sh- you should already know he, he like whispers a little bit and like leans in you should already know what happened we we can only really tell what we saw from the the camera we we saw that you you sir who are not in trouble in any way at this time uh we're we're in close proximity to what occurred, and we're hoping that you can fill in some gaps that we don't have from the surveillance video. But what about the the other officers, the ones who were there? Oh, did you happen to catch their their badge numbers? That would help us out a lot. I mean, it was overnight, so you know it could be uh, could be they haven't filed a report yet. No, uh, no. Um, he 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 showed me his badge quickly. I I didn't get a good look at it. But Did it look like this? And I flashed my badge at him quickly and put it away. I it it was gold. It was the same shape. Maybe I I don't I don't know. Well, help help me out. There's a lot of people on the force. Can you can you tell me what the uh, the gentleman looked like? Uh, pretty well. Uh, I might know. I might know who to ask. You'd be uh, you'd be off the hook. Black trench coat. Uh, black beanie. Um, I th- I think he had. Brown hair, uh, no no facial hair, bit of a, a southern accent. Yeah, that uh, that sounds like a couple of guys. Uh, you said there were two of them. I I never talked to the, to the other one. He was investigating the event. The 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 sewer problem. Yeah yeah yeah. Um, what? And the other gentleman, he did he get out of your car? I mean, did you 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 took him there, right? Yes yes. I I I the I took. A, I, I took the man from the photo to mm-hmm. to the address that he gave me, and and then then it happened, and and the officer took my phone away and and said there was no emergency and 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 said that if if I ever if I ever, if I ever talked about this to anyone that I I would end up like like him. Well, you're obviously talking to another officer, so you're fine there. You know, no worries on that uh, on that side. We're all on the same team at, down there at the force. Uh, did you make any small talk with the man in the car? Uh, he he just wished to keep the windows open. Said he'd triple my pay if I drove around with the windows open. He had a very funny smell to him. Maybe like uh, he he did a uh, like like a janitor, like he was doing cleaning, like an ammonia smell. No, no, no. Like he 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 was he really liked burning. Uh, what is it? In- incense, like perfume, that that kind of thing. I thought maybe he was keeping the windows open so I wouldn't have to smell it, but... I mean, but you could still smell it. 
Yes, yes, it was very, very strong. Well, that's been very helpful. That that narrows it down. Who do I need to uh, check down, check with at the force? You know, we don't, you never know what gets flushed down into the sewers. Uh, it's those those vents can be kind of kind of dicey. Nurse yeah. Kim, do you have any uh, other questions for Emil here? Did he happen to ever mention where he was going? If he was going to visit anybody, anything nope. of that nature? No, I, I just picked him up. He gave me the address, asked for the windows to be down, and I I dropped him. Oh, he afterwards he he leaned in and and said that, that um, to keep the meter running that I would I would drive him back after a, a brief brief uh, conversation. Uh, where did you happen to pick him up? Uh, that you'd be taking him back to? Just uh, you, do you have that address? Uh, he just. I assumed it's where I picked him up. Um, it was outside of outside of the city a little bit, uh, a few minutes outside of the city. Um, it was this company. Um, it was in front of this big company. Um, old old building. Uh, it was Cryo Vida Viva Vida Cryo Vida, I think. It was very weird. the The street was it's it's an older section, I guess, of where they were. Um, big plant nearby, next door as well. I was surprised to that he would be going back there. I thought he just needed a cab ride home for the day from work. And the address he had you take him to was it, and then give the address of the apartment building. Yes. All right. Yes, he he asked to he he said I could just park at the uh park on the the side of the street. He'd he'd walk up. Did and, he have anything with him? Any anything other than on his actual person? Not not that I aware of. He just looked out the window the entire time. While uh while Kim is asking this question, I'll be looking up Cryovita or Cryoviva um on my phone. Is it a real company? Does it have a street address? Uh it is a real company. It has a street address outside the city. Um and I'll it, pull up Street View and ask him the uh, the building, sir. Hold up my phone. Uh, yeah, he he, you you show him the address of the the company and everything, and he's like, yes, that was that was it. Uh, at least that's what dispatch gave me, and I drove up to uh, and found him at. Cryovita is a cryonics company. Uh, one of the few like founded back in nineteen sixty seven. Um, it appears to still be in in business. There's not much information here. They don't really advertise. It's more of just a a note that it exists and they pay taxes, or you know, they they exist and they, they you know. And then uh, uh, you said the dispatch uh, sent you over there. Do you know if he has if if he paid uh, dispatch uh, ahead of time? I like gave him a credit card. I mean, did you get did you get paid for the for the trip? Uh he gave me cash, and he uh, he, he said that he had cash on hand. Um, he, uh, he gave me a tip. He, he, he gave me 20 bucks to, to, to stay and, um, keep the meter running for the trip back. Uh, he said, you know, he was going to pay the full meter, triple that when, uh, he dropped me off. He had a, he had a wad of cash in his pocket. Right. That's been very helpful. I, I, I don't have any other questions. Um, do you have any other questions, Kim? Don't. Um, I do 
may I peep into the back seat and just make sure that nothing was left behind? Um, sure. Yes. Uh, that's 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 fine, right, officer? Yes. Th- this this woman is assisting in our investigation. Thank you. Okay. He he opens it up. Um, you can give me a forensics check if you have forensics. Uh, a search check if you just want to search. I'll just do a search check. Um, and I fail by a lot. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't seem anything out of the ordinary. But you do you do get like a faint whiff of that incense he was talking about. It's very, very faint remaining on the, the back seats. But you don't spot anything of note. All right. Well, uh, Mr. Marcellus, if you think of anything else, uh, here's my card. Uh, again, I will be getting in contact with my my coworker. Um, uh, again, please, you're you've been very helpful. I, please tell them I cooperated. I, I don't want to get in any trouble. Oh, I, I will. I will. I, I understand that you are nervous. I will, you know, do my best to not uh, mention you if possible, and if so, mention you in a positive light. I appreciate it. And like I said to them, I, I will not tell anybody else. That's that's. Don't 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 worry. I I I won't say anything. All right. Thank you, sir. And so, I've once again given him the not not a real card card that still gets to me, maybe through Google Voice or something. Okay. Um, Adam, are you back? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I've been back for the while. Uh, uh, if you have a science, biology, science, chemistry, pharmacy, medicine, you will need to do so for the. Uh, the results that you get back. So uh, I think I'll do biology then. Boy, it was close. It was 59 under 60. Okay. Um, so you you read over the results. Um, do I need to go and, ahead and preemptively and... row more? <laughs> no. Oh, maybe. Uh, give me self-control check. <laughs> uh, it's wrong game. <laughs> exactly. No, um, <laughs> give me a uh, sanity check. <laughs> okay. Uh... All right, so I, I will fail my sanity check if I had to make one. I wrote a seventy-one. Okay, just lose one because it's really odd. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So you do see that some of the technical term um, that you recovered is decomposed human remains, but there are also a number of chemicals that you cannot identify, as well as uh, glycerol and a bunch of other cryoprotectants. Okay. <clears throat> like identify like it just outside of the scope or are we talking like outside the periodic table? Um, like periodic table is base elements. Uh, I mean mm-hmm. like molecules that you that aren't okay. like you, you, you would run a test through the hospital and it would be like yeah it, this is not in our database kind of thing. Okay. Um, but yeah, there is a lot of there's a couple of cryoprotectants that are in the sample. Um, cryoprotectants are used to protect biological tissue from freezing damage. Oh, human antifreeze. Mm, that's beautiful. All right, so I'll take my information. Um, I guess I will go ahead and buzz my handler on the phone and just. Uh, Get instructions on where he would like the uh, remains to be left, and I'll put a copy of the report from the hospital with it. Okay. Uh, 
like a like a lot box it or something yeah, like that. He gives you a, a train station box. He's like, rent a train station lock box. Um, let me know which one it is, and uh, I'll I'll see that it gets picked up. Okay, so as I go to public transit, it's right along the way. So really conservative of my time. So I will uh, go ahead, I guess, as I'm on the train. I can't think of anything else I would do. Uh, yeah, with that information, there's not much I can act on right now. So I'll go ahead and, and call Nurse Kim. And, and mm-hmm. just to clarify, uh, it's not like trace amounts of cryoprotectants. Like, they were just on him when he died. Like, it's it's the... the the like the percent of cryoprotectants in there, the the amount in there is like they had he, he, like he had them in him in a, a he's more chemical amount. than man. You're saying almost. <laughs> it's a possibility, yes. So it, it, there's more of that than there is actually like human elements to it. I, I would assume they're so, very they're very close. So hmm, I don't know. It's uh. It makes it almost seem like the guy was uh, crazy if he was born in a test tube. <laughs> but uh, to get back for, to, to to get back to what you were saying, you wanted to call up Kim. Yeah, call up Kim, and I'm going to tell her uh, what the results are. I'm sure that she's got, with her medical knowledge, uh, she can kind of be a good liaison to relay it over to the officer. And uh, I guess I'll ask where they want me to meet him. We can meet back at the station. We're we're probably going to be taking a trip uh, out of out of the city. Hey, what if if that's the case? And I'll just take my car, since I did have it I, in the uh, parking lot, and I can just offer to pick you offer all up. right on out. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I'll also uh, call in, uh, let our handler know what's going on, um, let them know that we're probably headed out to a cryogenics company. Um, obviously, don't know the things that. Adam has just shared with the handler, but just give him all the stuff we've got. Okay. Yeah. You, you leave a message. Um, he'll get back to you when he gets back to you. Go through the phone directory until I hit the C's and Connolly. Okay. Um, Hopefully there aren't two Connolly's. I picked the first one. Yes. Uh, but you do have, you do have the number from the back. Uh, so you just called that one. So you guys are heading out to cryo Vita. Is there anything you guys would like to do in the meantime? Um, would, would it be above and beyond? I, Nick, you can tell me. You, you're probably more familiar with the laws up there. Does New York allow conceal and carry? So would it, would the doctor have had a gun in his uh, glove box of his car? Is what I'm asking. Uh, I don't think they would allow conceal and carry. I honestly don't. I'm not up on the most recent gun laws in New York City because I currently live in Rochester. Oh, but no. I'm I'm confident... Yeah. I'm not 100% correct, but I'm confident to say that there are no conceal and carry laws in New York City. <laughs> I, was, I mean, I've, I was, got my, I've got my drop piece. I've heard Darth complaining about it quite a bit, so I kind of figured that's where it was. Yeah, if we need a drop piece, I can I pick that up. Uh, but yeah, I can't think of... Um, um, can you all think of anything? So along, So while you're driving up, I will allow the non-drivers, if anyone wants to, to do like a, a deep dive search into CryoVita. What I gave Brownie was just like, if you Google it, what's on the first page kind of thing. What sort of check would you be looking for for that? That would be a search check. Or, yeah, search check. There's no library use and stuff like that. I could also potentially call bureaucracy uh, if we were bureaucracy calling. Bureaucracy would also work, yes. Good. 
I'm mostly asking for that because it's better, but I still failed by one point. That's a 61 over 60. Okay. Um, Nurse Kim, did you want to do any internet searching while you guys are heading out to Cryovita? Yes, I think so. While we're on the drive, um, I had a 31, um, and my number is 40. So. Okay. Um, so you find out a little bit more information. You, um, you dig through some websites. Um, there's some older articles back from the 70s how um, Cryovita was founded by um, Esteban Herrero and Herman Werkner. To um, they had a little little cryogenics lab set up. And they seem to be doing pretty decently. Uh, they've they had a number of wealthy people support them, and it was just like a small little article about like the state of cryogenics still going strong. Uh, you know, before it burned out later in that decade. <laughs> um, but yeah, it seems like they've been around since 1967, and um, Esteban Herrero and Herman Werkner owned it, and then. Ownership of Cryovita got passed to one Elliot Wright in 1982, and he has been the owner and operator since then. Uh, any questions about what I just said, or no uh, questions? What What'd you say? No questions. Have I shared that information with him as I'm reading it? So it sounds like uh, a strange father. I mean, there's something else going on here, but a strange father, the daughter was hoping, sounded like she was hoping that he was dead so that she could get an inheritance. That's what it sounds like to me. Uh, there's obviously something else going on. We have our, let's let's say it, pretend police officers that told him not to talk, told our uh, cabbie not to talk, uh, probably involved somehow. Are there and, any pictures of the Herman Werkner, Esteban Herrero, or Elliot Wright on what uh, I'm reading? Yeah, there's a there's a picture. You could find a a picture of all of them. Um you can't find any pictures of Esteban Herrero um sh- like shortly after the founding of the company as well as Herman Werkner. Um there's a picture of Elliot Wright when he he takes over ownership. There's like a small little article like cryo like cryogenics apparently still <laughs> still limping along we have one company left here in new york city still managing to find funding and it's like with the purchase of cryovita from esteban herrero by elliot wright and this is like a small little screenshot of the uh, photoshot of elliot wright um he looks the same as the picture that you guys had from the daughter Cryovita, still freezing heads in your neighborhood. (laughs) For a brighter tomorrow. I mean, I was kind of going with that Mystery Science Theater 3000 industry kind of (laughs) skit that they did. Yeah, just in case it wasn't clear that the the person who you think died was Elliot Wright, who should be the owner of Cryovita. Which explains the inheritance angle, because uh, I don't know, freezing heads is a It's still an expensive thing, even if there aren't very many companies doing it. Out of character, there's only four companies in the world today that does it. It is not popular. (laughs) (laughs) Which one does Disney have shares in? I don't know. (laughs) 
All right. That's... Three of the okay. four are in the United States, so at least mine sounds plausible. Um... <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys are in your vehicle. You have figured out that background information on Cryovita. Maybe stop for another coffee and lunch on the way out. But you finally drive up to the block that Cryovita is on. It seems to be a bunch of old businesses, empty warehouses, um, and Cryovita. And there also appears to be some chemical production plant next to Cryovita as well. Before we get out of the car, uh, Doctor, you were asking about uh, a drop piece? Yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, it, it's going to be a little warm and have some leg hair on it, but here you go. <laughs> little little snub-nosed uh, revolver. Okay, little 38, I guess. Something. Oh, no, no, it's a, it's a full 45, but, you know, you never know. <laughs> little cricket of a gun. I got you. Mm-hmm. With, with, uh, thank you. I, I took it uh, in my, uh, I guess, where it's wintertime, so we have winter coats on, so I kind of put it in a big fluffy pocket or something like that. You ready for this, nurse? Ready or not. So, walk up to the door and enter the building. It's not really like a large entrance hall where there's a secretary or anything. Um, in fact, it looks pretty pretty dusty in here. Like it's it's not clean too often, not used too often. Um, there's a small sign. There, it's 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 a small room with a couple chairs. Um, and there's a a buzzer. There's a door leading further into the facility, and there's a little little panel next to the door with a sign that says "Please buzz for help." Looks like it's fallen down a couple times, and they've retaped it. They obviously don't get a lot of uh, foot traffic from clients through here. Hmm. Indeed, indeed. There's no receptionist or anything. No, not even like a front desk. Yes, we just make ourselves at home. You're the officer here. What's protocol? Well, if this was a normal day, I would just ring the bell and I would talk to whoever's here. Uh, that's probably still our best bet right now. Uh, we don't want to draw a whole lot of extra attention to ourselves and get anybody else looking at us, obviously, right? So let's uh, let's follow follow regular protocol. I'll expect you to do most of the talking if anything, uh, you, you know, medical comes up. Uh, you and the nurse, uh, I yeah. only know so much. I and no I problem. ring the bell. You hear a dull buzzing echo. From the other side of the door, um, I try to try to modulate it to shave and a haircut, you know, just because. You stand there looking at each other, uh, not really wanting to sit down. Um, and after a couple minutes, a woman pokes her head out through the door. Uh, hello, can can I can I officer? Uh, can I can I help you, officer? Uh, yes, uh, we're just, uh, doing some due diligence on, on something. It's, it's not really uh, a very high priority, but my, uh, my, my colleague here can, uh, can speak to you about it. She, she steps through the door and closes it behind her. Um, I, I guess I could, anything I could do to help, uh, what, what questions do you have? I wish we'd actually worked it out before. <laughs> like, here we are, my, uh, okay. Doing it live. Doing it live. I guess, uh. Hmm. We're. Uh, I guess we are looking into the uh, disappearance of a person, uh, a Mister. I assure you that everyone who we have frozen here 
as giving consent for their body to be frozen by themselves and or their families. We have the files on hand if you need proof of this. We do not take bodies or anything of that sort. Flash my QAnon badge at her now. <laughs> sorry. I, I'm sorry, just looking is, on kind of confused. Like, Is is this not... Uh, we, we've had some, some complaints about people. Oh, okay. Their families well, held here against their will, even though they have signed the form saying they wish to be frozen here. I assume, well, and they, a part of business. Well, I, I appreciate that, but I mean, really, I was really wanting to speak with the name of the person who disappeared. Uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, Mr. Uh, Elliot Wright. Wright. Uh, he's not here at the moment. Really? Uh, hmm. I was is, there you... a, uh, is there a second in command that we could uh, speak to? That would be me. Hi. Excellent. Um, I'm, she like points to, uh, looks down uh, at her name tag uh, yeah, and points to it. Like, yeah, um, that's me, Lindsay Johnson. Lab tech did here. See, did we see her name listed anywhere on any of the information on the website? No. Did she sound as uncertain about her her being Linda Johnson when she looked down <laughs> no, at her name? No, no, no. Sorry, that was me out of character trying to find her name on the little web I have. <laughs> I apologize. Uh, <laughs> she she confidently says her name is Lindsay Johnson. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I have a. Uh, book of baby names left over for my children. They didn't use the rest of the names because I didn't pick any of them out of the book, but I kind of flipped it sometimes. Uh, okay, so Mr. Mr. Waters isn't here, okay. Uh, do you know when the, we can expect him back? Um, he doesn't stop in as much anymore. He sort of leaves the management of the the, the lab to, to me. Okay. Well, his his daughter put out a uh, missing persons report for him, saying that he was missing, and uh, you know, we thought this would be the place to go. Uh, yes, I've I've we've had some people stop in. I've assured them he is very much alive. I talked to him, and I have. Uh, Mister Wright says that this is a personal matter, and he would wish to deal with it on his own. Um, I haven't done anything more than to assure people that he is still alive we are uh doing a favor for uh another another person you know highly placed on the force just out here to check into things it's it's again nobody there's no real problem there's nothing nobody's really in trouble we're just again you know dealing with people in high places you know so i gotta i gotta ask how does this whole cryogenic thing work anyway well we Save the bodies for hope of resuscitation later in the future. Oh, I would love for you to show me. Thank you. Give me a persuasion check. God, do I have that skill? <laughs> I will give you a plus plus. Uh, I'll give you a plus twenty because you got law enforcement and all that stuff around. Uh, plus, you see, for is that crit success? <laughs> well, with the plus with the plus that you gave me, it, w- it would have been a failure otherwise. But yeah, it's a it's a it would be a critical. I think it sounds cheating though if you gave me a plus and then I wrote a critical success. Nah, I don't know. That's, that's fine. That's fine. Take take your successes where you can get them, Adam. Don't I look chose to give success give it in the mouth, Adam. All right, uh, I appreciate it. So yeah, yes, look. sure. I could give you guys a tour of the the facility. Um, I just ask of you guys to not touch anything. We have some important clients stored here, and if anything were to happen to them. 
we would not be able to handle the loss of their funding. As you probably know, Doctor, that cryogenics isn't as popular as it once was. We were lucky enough to have some wealthy clients sign on early with re, uh, with a large trust fund set up to pay the continued storage of their bodies here on site. Oh, well, this is just this is just fabulous. I appreciate that so much. I mean, we we come here looking for Mister Waters, and then you all of a sudden, you know, you're gracious enough to do this for us. So that's very much appreciated, ma'am. Thank you very much. I won't tell anybody about Walt Disney's head being in here. Uh, she ignores the comment and opens the door. Uh, if you follow me, I can I can show you around a bit. Um, so as you know, this is popular in the 60s and 70s. People thought to preserve the bodies for the future to when they could be revived and have their elements healed, etc., etc., etc. And she leads you around. Um, it's mostly just a large room with a lot of I don't I don't know exactly. Uh, how to describe i guess like you know the pods that you see on like spaceships or other similar theme things like it's it's the glass case tube that people are stored in um you see a lot of tubes labeled liquid nitrogen um and other coolants connected to the various pods um all the windows are frosted over um there's a um, it's just a big room with a lot of bodies being stored. Uh, there's a lab tech in the back corner. He seems to just be tinkering around on some of the equipment. Um, is there anything you guys would be looking for or hoping to discuss with Lindsay? I'm not expecting you to pull this out of your ass about the whole procedure. So, I mean, you like the process, you could kind of gl- uh, gloss over that. What I'm looking for... I'm wanting to affirm that the ammonia smell, see if I smell that anywhere. I'm going to probably eventually work it into the questioning of it. I want to ask about it. I want the medical, and you know, you can gloss over this as well, but I'm going to kind of figure out medically how they, how their procedures are working. And I also want to see if I can get as many people to speak as possible to see if any of them have a Southern accent. Okay. We've all heard the voice. We we have a deal with the liquid nitrogen plant next door to supply us with liquid nitrogen for freezing, but we do occasionally have to rely on other chemicals, ammonia, freezing, and other stuff like that. What was your other questions? <laughs> um, uh, I was I was just actually just since I've already kind of set myself up as being an asshole in this scene anyway. I'm just while she's talking, I'm gonna walk, walk, kind of take a couple steps toward the lab tech. Oh, I'm. Hey, nice to meet you. What, what do you do around here? Uh, I'll say. I, that's what I'm waiting for. I, I, help around, I help around with the machines and make sure that they still work. Um, give me a human check. All of us? Okay. No, just, just uh, the good old doctor. 27, now 50. Okay. Um, he seems surprised that you came over and talked to him. A little nervous. Uh, he's pretending to focus on his work, but he is interested in the conversations that you guys are having. So when I don't, when I don't hear his, hear the accent, I was like, Oh, okay. He, and I, he <laughs> does have a slightly Spanish, his, uh, accent. Um, he appears to be in his, um, mid fifties. What does his name tag read, Adam? Look at it. <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a name tag. 
<laughs> sus. Ah, uh, yeah, totally sus. Um, hmm. Well, so uh, how does the storage process work? I kind of walk back to the other. Uh, I guess everybody, fo- she probably followed me over there since she saw me deviating. Yeah. Um, once we, once the death of our client is confirmed, we immediately try to put their body on ice where we proceed to uh, pump it full of cryoprotectants to make sure that the biological cells don't get damaged during the freezing process. Cause when liquid, when, when water expands, well, it freezes, it expands and that destroys the, the integrity of the cells and other biological parts of the body, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, does anyone else have any questions besides the doctor? Yeah. Right I'm just, I'm being extra alert. Just looking around at all the things like you do would expect someone who's an investigator to do. Okay. Is there anything in particular you're looking for or? Uh, paperwork, um, computers that are on and facing with anything interesting on them. Uh, uh, plot plot here, labels written over doors, you know. Like an empty pod where a man would have probably walked out to go meet his daughter and um that's really specific there adam um there there are this is actually seems to be like a very low-tech setup uh, you don't see a lot of computer screens or anything what screens you do see are more of temperature readings for inside the pods all below freezing and in fact uh, i forgot to mention this the entire interior of the building is cold like you passed the thermostat at one point and it was 38 degrees it is barely above freezing in here uh, it is chilly. If you didn't have your winter clothes on, you probably uh, would not be enjoying this tour too much. Is there an obvious cryo freeze antifreeze port on the neck of any of the people we're walking past? <laughs> uh, no, there is not. Um, there are a couple of you know just body parts, heads in smaller containers, and then full bodies and oh, others. I, I meant the active There's... employees. Oh <laughs> no! D- does Lindsay have an antifreeze port on the side of her neck? No. <laughs> okay. All right. Hmm. It's under her shirt. You can't see it yet. Um. <laughs> no, you don't see anything like that. Okay. Um. Nurse Kim, did you have any questions or anything you wanted to be on the lookout for? Um. I asked Lindsay if you know how long she has been with the company and known Elliot Wright. Um. Is it possible to maybe even go to his office and and leave a note for him to call us whenever he would supposedly return? I have been working here for, oh God, how long is it? Uh, five, seven years. Oh, a bit of time now. Um, but And I've been working with, with Mr. Wright ever since then. He's he's always been part of the company. <laughs> Quiet, Brandon. <laughs> He's um he's always been coming in. Um I've I've talked with him, worked but uh, I'm afraid I can't let you into his office. You know, there's sensitive client information. I can always just leave a note for you. Um in fact, I'm sure he'll be be happy to I guess are you guys gonna like back up that he's alive and stuff like that? Like he, he he's I, this this whole uh, I think the daughter just wants to to get the money the company and sell it. I hear that she's not doing too well financially. Mm. Uh, do you do you have a card uh, for for Mr. Wright uh, just you know so we can 
follow up with him later, perhaps? Uh, I have... If you want to wait a second, I can grab his card. I have my card if you want. Oh, I'd like that as well too, please. But uh, his his uh, is the primary one. Thank you. Sure. Um, just hang on a second. Um, she she looks down at the the lab tech on the other end of the the room, sort of like gives him a look, like watch him, uh, and walks out. <laughs> through, I also uh, you notice a door in the back that says employees only. Uh, it's got a lock on it. It's not like just a door you open it there's a there's a she pulls out a key unlocks the door goes through and closes it i, I, I also make universe. this yeah that's very good i was gonna make a joke you you keep going <laughs> uh I, I i also make some eyes the the somebody talked to this guy lab tech eyes and if you're gonna do anything sketchy do them now eyes okay i see him raise his eyebrows and i walk over and like introduce myself with a fake name Oh, hello. I'm Dr. Wechter. Uh, then I'm going to you know, reach out to shake his hand. I extend my hand. Does he reciprocate? Uh, he sticks out his hand. Shake it. His hand's right, really I, cold. I, I, what kind of role would it be to check and see if he has a pulse? Um, That would be really sneaky to do that. That would be like a little weird in my kind mind. Of creep, kind of a creepy handshake there, Adam, with your, your finger on his wrist. <laughs> a little too long. Oof. I mean, it's a, it's a double hand clasp, like, good to meet you, you know, kind of do like that. Oh, God, you're going to have me rope stealth on that. Yeah, and yeah I'm going to have to do stealth. I was like, there's no sleight of hand. I Like, they, they rolled a bunch of skills into each other. Like, yeah. the only thing I could think of is, is stealth. Guys, I do have a 10% chance of rolling it. And I am not shitting you. Hold on. Am I very visual, confir- big, visual confirmation. He got it. Ot five. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's you know he has a pulse and I just wasted that. <laughs> so it it was kind of easy to take his pulse because he's not wearing gloves. In fact, he's not wearing like a heavy jacket or anything. He's sort of just wearing like t shirt and jeans, um, and uh, maybe like uh, and, and the and a vest, a light vest. Um, so you don't shake for long, but you you do sort of like do like a weird double clasp. And like put your fingers where his pulse should be, and you don't feel anything. But then again, like he shakes your hand, like he shakes the hand your hand for a couple seconds, and then like pulls away. He's not letting you just sit there with your hands clasped, like you know that one scene from Ocean's Eleven where he shakes the car dealer's hands, like oh look, <laughs> it like slowly crushes it. Um, but yeah, you you did not sense a pulse. That was like a shield test. <laughs> uh, do, if if yeah, give me a sand check if you are worried about this person in a unnatural way. Oh, you damn right. I mean, <laughs> worried about this person in a natural way. See, why do I keep? Fa- I think I failed this. Hold on, let me double check. Let's go to the table. Oh God, I missed by one point. Okay, I failed. Okay, just lose one because you have your suspicions. It's I mean, not I, confirmed. I, I, I sh- I, you know, I felt the same way when I shook. Uh, uh, what was his name? Former mayor, shitbag, now uh, attorney. Uh, Giuliani, yeah, I had that same feeling when I shook Giuliani's hand in-game. I never shook Giuliani's hand. But, okay, so I kind of, you know, and step back. I, now I'm noticing that he's, like, it's cold as shit in here, and he's lightly d- dressed. And did did he feel uncomfortable? Like, did he act like he had any discomfort other than me, like, violating his space? I'm talking like, did my body heat 
from my hand, like physically, did it, was that would that be human to say that if it made him uncomfortable? Uh, yes, but you guys all have human forty percent or higher, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, he mm-hmm. he didn't feel uncomfortable from the heat. He's just not comfortable being touched, maybe, or you invaded his personal space. It was more like a, a that thing than the the Ogata melting. Help me, Doctor. Feel good. <laughs> okay. So I'll, I'll step back and kind of. Uh, in fact, I'm going to sh- kind of stand in his line of vision a little bit, kind of asking him about uh, biology. <laughs> I guess. Well, uh, I, in, in I, case- I don't know much about biology. I, uh, I I just make sure the machines work. That the the tanks of uh, that the tubes they get their liquid nitrogen. Is there anything sketchy you want to do while the we're not being watched very well, Kim? Oh gosh, um, I am very curious about the employee-only door that is locked. So, just slowly, um, nonchalantly, uh, making my way over to that direction. Okay. Uh, anyway. Okay. Got it. Uh, so right when. Uh, Dr. Cameron asks him a question. He looks towards him. You just quickly slip open the door and slide in, holding the handle down and closing the door slowly, releasing the lock. And you're in a hallway. Uh, There's um, four doors, two off each side. And there is one door that's straight ahead. Is the hallway lit? Are the rooms, maybe if I can see if there's light coming from underneath any the particular doors there is light coming from under uh the door at the end and one of the side doors uh in fact you hear most likely Lindsay rummaging through uh something behind that side door um would like to try one of the doors that is not lit thinking that uh, roll me a alertness check i got 39 out of 40. Uh, You hear the office door next to you click close and you hear Lindsay head back down the hall and out the and and, um, into the hall. I leave this room and then try Uh, the next to, to, to leave to leave the room you would have to go back into the hall which is where Lindsay is. Oh um I, I wait until I feel like the coast is clear. I'd... Okay. She heads back down the hall and out the door that you entered through. Cut over to the other players. Um, Dr. Cameron, Officer Tim, you're... anything else you'd like to talk to the lab tech about? Any any last questions before Lindsay comes out? Um, all I was really... All I was really concerned about was he said he just keeps the machines running. Um, is, is it hard to get parts for these? Is, is the design changed much since the 60s? I, I heard the company's been around a while. No, it's it's just making sure that none of the pipes leak and everything. Um, the tanks hold up. Um, if if we need anything, we just, we just let our boss know and they'll work it out um, at this point. Uh, Lindsay comes out. Uh, yeah, here is here is um, Mr. Wright's card. Oh, thank you. And, and yours as well. Oh yes, yes. She she goes through her pockets and, and takes out and hands it to you. Um, 
A- anything else I could help you with? I'm ha- I'm having trouble thinking of anything right now, but uh, here's my not a card card. Um, in case uh, anything comes up again, we're just looking into uh, you know Mr. Wright's well-being for uh, a friend highly placed on the force. Again, not a big deal. We're just you know help help helping someone out and keeping the status quo going. Doctor, did you have anything else? Uh, yes, I, I wanted to ask about the temperature, and then I'm going to try to prat fall, and I'm going to try to knock into something. I want to create as big of a distraction as I can, so in case like to buy Nurse Kim wherever she is more time. So I'm wanting to slip, fall, whatever, into something maybe. You know, I want everybody to focus on me. So for that deception, would that be athletics maybe? I'd let you do I'd let you do athletics. Okay. That would be thirty four under fifty. Okay. Um so you start if, if, walking back at, in the the room where everyone is. Stop and listen, and it doesn't sound like anybody could possibly be hurt. Um, so I go ahead and go out to the hall and move to the next room that it sounds like Lindsay came out of. Okay. Uh, this this is an office. It appears to be used. Um, desk is is clear but there are a couple filing cabinets um you i assume want to look through them Uh, yes please one appears to be patient records who is stored where um how much they're paying the other one seems to uh, another cabinet seems to be like bank accounts and other expenditures um accounting stuff like that um, is there anything you will, in particular were looking for? Looking specifically for anything that may have Elliot Wright's name on it, more as a um, patient, so to say, instead of uh, owner-operator. Um, well, all of the, the expenditures that you can see that are up front are signed off. Um, Nothing to you indicate. Give, give me a... a um, I went over. For for which skill? Oh, pharmacy. Pharmacy. Okay. Uh, do you have any science chemistry or science biology? I do have science biology. That would, okay. unless I need a roll again, it's also a forty. I I will I will also let you do a separate roll for science biology. Okay. Forty eight. So no again. Okay. No again. Just list the chemicals. Um, you you don't see anything that pops out at you at the moment, but you're also sort of like looking through it quickly. Um, you didn't, you went through the records of the patients. Um, there appears to be no one named Elliot Wright as a patient. Uh, am I able to open her desk drawers to see if there's any personal belongings that may identify her as to who she says she is? Um. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 you go through the desk. You find some identification. It, it, Lindsay, Lindsay Johnson is Lindsay Johnson. I uh, appear she's a manager here. Uh, then I'm ready to go out into the hall and investigate the remaining rooms. Okay. Do you want the room at the end of the hall or the two other side rooms, which appear to also be offices? Uh, side rooms. Okay. Um, these other side rooms are. Empty, 
offices like the first one you checked. It appears that only one of them am a forgiving person. Otherwise, I mean, this is possibly like we're talking litigation here. So can I continue to buy time by maybe spouting legalese? I <laughs> you can say no. I, I would say it would be persuasion. Um, law is just knowing the law. Persuasion would be convincing them. Right. Do you have anything as well, Brownie? Uh, nothing that I think would be super effective, no. Okay. Well, let's go for the row. Brownie takes yeah. out his gun and starts doming them. <laughs> 48, I fail. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. OSHA and all that crap. Um, I still want you out. You can file your complaint with OSHA. I'm sure that they'll be running to to come to come force us to update us. Is she but, dressed slightly as well? Like, uh, no, she has like a heavy jacket and stuff like that. Uh, she has uh, a hat. On. She has ear warmers on, not not necessarily a hat. Um, She's not quite Fargo in it. By the way, where where is your third friend? She went to the bathroom. To the the bathroom. Okay. Yo, I mean, y'all didn't have one out front. I mean, I, I think she said she said she had to go to the bathroom. Uh, she looks over to the lab tech who shrugs. Um, sure. Uh, let's let's go to let's go to the bathroom. We'll wait for your friend, and uh, then you guys could be on your way. Sounds delightful. So, uh, where's the bathroom? She starts leading you back towards the the front area of the building, okay. away, away from the direction of the back door. Um, I tried, Argo. I tried. <laughs> Did you want to do anything, Officer Tim? Or are you just following along for now? I'm following along, but I'm following along the furthest back of everyone. Okay. Uh, the lab tech is still goes back to his his work tinkering. Um, so you open the door, Nurse Kim, and it opens into a large, spacious room. There are um, six cryogenic pods, three on each side. Uh, there are there's a number of um, chemical equipment, uh, various tanks, couple of desks. Um, looks like this is somebody's research or study or work area, or at least a couple people. You count, um, you count three desks back here. Over to the desk just to see if there's any personal information that might identify who sits at each spot. Um. There, uh, on the desks, there are a number of books open with a lot of chemical formulae and um, amounts. Um, one appears to be a, a calendar, which appears to have at least some sort of schedule along with dosage. Any of that information particularly you want to take a deeper look at? Um, the calendar. What Are there any names? Uh, any specifics that I would understand? Yeah, there are um, you. some names jump out immediately. Uh, you notice the name Esteban Herrero. Notice the name Herman Werkner. And you notice the name Elliot Wright, the two people who helped found the company, as well as Elliot Wright is the person who's supposed to be the current owner. Um, and then you see um, three other names that you don't recognize 
Um, it appears that they all are supposed to get a certain amount of some some treatment um, on a monthly schedule. Sometimes the amount of fluid that they are uh, of injection that they're supposed to get varies, but very slightly. Um, but it seems to follow a strict monthly schedule. And are these pods empty? Is there anybody in them? Uh, do you want to walk over and check one out? Yes, please. Okay. Odd or even? Even. Okay. Um, so you walk over, open it up, or not open it up. <laughs> you would want to open it up, probably. <laughs> you, you wipe the frost off the window. Uh, it is slightly cooler in here than the the rest of the building. You check the thermostat, and it is set to 32 degrees Fahrenheit in here. Um, freezing. Um, it is cold. You you scrape the frost off and look inside. It appears to just be uh, an older man, eyes closed, sort of um, laying in the casket in some very simple clothing. Um, you see the temperature on the pod itself is set to below freezing, at least 20 degrees below freezing. And you... It looks like every other pod that you see out there, except you notice that there is a tube running from behind this person um, and runs... Uh, a tube comes out from the back of the person into the side of the the pod and you, you follow this line it sort of connects into the various uh goes goes amongst all the various like liquid nitrogen tubes and other coolants and um you follow it to a large tank that's in the room the tank have any identifying information on it uh nope you there's it's not labeled in any way there's just a a hatch up top with which you could add stuff to the tank um May I investigate the other five pods to see if they are occupied or not? Uh, one, no, two are empty. Two have other older gentlemen in there. That's sort of the same way. And um, give me a sand check. Uh, 55 out of 65. Okay. Um, just lose one because you've seen some terrible things in the ER. Um, but they're when you look in the last one, there is a man who has a large just gash in their upper torso as if they got hit by a large, sharp instrument, like a, a blade. Uh, you don't know for sure. Maybe an axe, maybe a machete, something like that. Um, they also have a number of bullet wounds in their stomach. Uh, this person was either brutally murdered and thrown in here or he had a very unfortunate day before being added to the tank. And the fact that someone would want to preserve him to save him in the future, you don't think any treatment's gonna <laughs> bring him back. It's a little odd. With the information I have and sensing that I have to be running short on time, since I know Lindsay has exited the area and I heard noise out, um, I I'm ready to join the rest of the group uh now that you mention it give me uh, you with your alertness of 40 uh you hear someone come back and start uh walking down the hallway um towards the room you're in ah uh, 73 
No, no, I'm saying like with your with your alertness, you you hear that. Uh, oh, oh, oh. Apologies. In Delta Green, if your your skill is high enough, there are some simple things that they just give to you for free because you are deemed sufficiently skilled in that. Got area. it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, someone appears to be coming towards your the back room that you're in. Um, I open up the door and say, uh, "Oh my gosh, I got so turned around trying to find the bathroom." Um, that old ploy. You open the door and the uh, lab tech is standing in front of you. Uh, he seems surprised. What What are you doing back here? These, these are the very dangerous equipment. Please get out. Yes, yes. I'm I'm so sorry. I just, we've been a long drive out here. We stopped for a cup of coffee. I just really needed to find a bathroom and I got so lost. Um, my apologies. Please leave, leave at once. Yes, yes, sir. Um, so he, he makes, he follows you out and you hear the door lock behind you when he gets you out of the, the employee only area. And, um, you walk back up front. Um, you guys are standing in front of the bathroom door. Uh, Lindsay is chiding you once again. Uh, and then nurse Kim walks around the corner. Oh, there you are. Uh, I guess you guys are all back together now. Um, yes, yes. Uh, sorry for my confusion. Um, but, you know, we do appreciate your time and speaking with us and showing us around. Yeah, we'll be able to report back. Nothing nothing strange going on here, you know, if, if we're, we're just checking in again. Sounds, sounds, sounds good. Um, and she leads you to the door and uh, sees you out. It went well. If no one else is going to say it, uh, Miss Johnson, it was ice to meet you. Uh, we'll be in touch. <laughs> yes, yes. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, she, she heads back into the facility. When I get in the car, it's like, I should have told her to chill out when she was yelling. Damn it. <laughs> Missed place opportunities. That place wasn't cool. <laughs> so, uh, so, so, Kim, what did you find in the back there? Share with them everything that I found in the two, or excuse me, the four front offices and then the room at the end of the hall. Hmm. Did any of the people in the tanks look like uh, Guerrero? We have those old pictures of them, but I said so they were older gentlemen. Yeah. It, yeah, they, they were. And there were names um, of... Uh, Wakener, Herrero, and also Elliot Wright. Um, the real interesting part is that, that there were six pods and two of them were empty. But I they still looked like they were in use. Not like they were, were waiting for future no, tenants? No. So, give, uh, so when um, Officer Tim mentions like none of the pod people look like any of the the owners or anything that we have. Um, you 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 pull up the um, you Old pull photos. up the photos again and you think back to the people the pods and you think that maybe the one that had a lot of physical body damage that could have been Herman Workner. I mean, if he if he uh, shaved. Uh, you, you try to think of the picture without the beard um, that he and the glasses that he has. Like it could, it could be him. And was that what that tube was labeled, Kim? 
gosh. Uh, yes. I, uh, None of the well, tubes were know. labeled. I don't know. Yeah, I don't oh, remember okay. seeing a label. Clearly, we should have sent the cop back there to investigate instead of the nurse. <laughs> well, so was the was the one that was hacked up, was his tube feeding into all the other tubes? Or they, was he getting the same treatment as everybody else? I, I'm a little in the dark on that. All, all of them had the extra tube attached to their spine, and it they all f- uh, led to a single tank that was in the room. A uh, small tank. Um, but uh, Nurse Kim never looked inside her or anything. I think the only thing we got left to do now... I mean, that's obviously some creepy shit. I think the only thing we got to do now, the only other option we have is to go back and squeeze the daughter, like confront her. Well, um, I do have one more thing I'd like to try. Um, okay. I'd like to call if there's a cell number on the card for Dr. Wright or Mr. Wright, rather. Uh, I doubt I doubt very much because the phone I have is a burner, but does it vibrate and ring? No, it does not. Okay. But at this time, you guys get a call. Hello? From uh, no number. Uh, okay, yeah. Well, we'll have uh, Doctor Doctor Carmen. Uh, actually, no. We'll have Doctor Tim. I mean, <laughs> Officer Tim get the call because he he plays the call to Connolly. Okay. Right. Answer and and since we're in the car, I'll put it on speaker. Uh, we're all here, Doctor uh, Mister Connolly. Um, we have some new developments in the case. Um, we have reason to believe that Cryovita. That you said you were investigating. You said you were investigating Cryovita, right? Sorry, I yeah. heard. Uh, yes, we're we're still in the in the parking lot uh, now. Uh, we just uh, completed you, our initial investigation. Did you go in there? Did you did you talk to them yet? We did info dump. Okay. Um. I'm. I've gotten orders from my superiors for you to. Hold off on the investigation for at least one more night. You are to to stand down uh, and stand by. Um, we may need you to be at Cryovita tomorrow morning for a different non-investigative reason. Ah, uh, personal day, huh? Yes. Um, give me a human check. Actually, uh, do any of you have humans above 40? Or uh, at 40? Have it at 50. Have it at 50 as well. Okay, so all of you can tell that he is really upset and he doesn't enjoy the idea of taking you off the case. Like, he feels like he's being cheated out of something. Did, did, uh, if I might ask, uh, you know, where did these, these new developments come from? Is there anything we need to be worried about? Uh, maybe something further up the chain? Um, I mean, we have worked before together, uh, Connolly. You know, you can trust us. Um, how familiar are you with... Um, no, 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 no. Um, there are some people in the private sector who... Help us out from time to time. And some of their... They they are friends with some of the people higher up in our organization. And apparently they were running a parallel investigation into Cryovita. And they simply just asked for more time to look into it before we did anything. And unfortunately, my superiors thought 
that they should have that time. Uh, gotcha. Uh, so for the, the non-investigatory uh, purposes, uh, tomorrow, um, should we prepare anything special? Uh, surveillance equipment, perhaps, or anything? I mean, uh, give us a little something here, you know, help us out. It would probably be more of your skills of securing the crimes, securing the scene, uh, making sure proper people don't look into certain things too much, that kind of skill set that you can supply. Is this kind of like, um, oh, what was that, uh, Buffalo in 16? Referring to a previous case with Connolly where we had to um, burn a place down? Um. It would be more like you're the people who go in after that to make sure they didn't miss anything. Okay. Okay. I mean, unless, you know, I didn't happen to reach you and you didn't know you shouldn't be there tonight around midnight. I wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be any of our fault if if we just had problems reaching each other or anything. Well, the cell networks are spotty out here. That's true. But uh, it's up to you. Have a good talk to you in the morning. Uh, uh, Thank you, Connolly. Click. Click. So what do we think, uh, uh, Kim and and Cameron? Wonder. Almost sound like they're sitting in a kill squad. (laughs) It does a little bit. uh, Or, you know, just a, a cleaner, we'll call it. Um, it doesn't sound like we need to be involved in the cleaning process mm-hmm. if we don't want to be. Part of me wants to hide in one of those buildings and watch everything go down, but it, give me alertness check. We did say there were some abandoned office buildings out this way, or you know, factories or, or warehouses that don't seem like they were doing too well financially. Now, I, I failed my alertness check. Okay, did anyone else want to make an alertness check? I don't mind doing that. I can't. I don't mean trying. Okay. Hey, Kim. Uh, I, I got a 40 out of 40. Okay. That's um, a perfect success. Perfectly successful. So as soon as Dr. Cameron goes, we could just hole up in a building and watch them. You look around, Kim, and you notice two people in a car parked down the street. Uh, they weren't there when you went in. But they're they're there now that when you came out, they appear to just be sitting in the car down the street, uh, watching the building. Am I able to see them well enough to possibly know if they were the same two people on the video last night? No, that, that you could just tell that there's two figures in the car. You can't tell specifics at this distance. Okay. Well, we can drive by real slow. Fifty fifty for blackout tent. <laughs> I think. You know, we're going to be here, guys. We might want to see who's keeping us company as well. Well, we have a choice. We can either, you know, be here for whatever happens tonight or just, you know, come back tomorrow and, and deal with the aftermath. I mean, I think we have both I, options. I think the aftermath sounds like a better uh, better option for us. Because, you know, I assume Kim's pointed out the car. That's true. Kim's still working off uh, four cups of coffee and no sleep, too. So her judgment may be a little shaded. I think Um, that. And and um, also to clarify, you guys are in the car. They're watching the building, not you guys. Oh. 
Well, they've seen us come out. We need to leave here pretty soon. But look, like uh, out of character, like I, I mean, the only thing I, we were going to go do is uh, like check with the daughter. Uh, it sounds like I'm, I'm starting to think that there was a parallel investigation of some sort going on here, and maybe that guy just happened to be took out. But then again. Like that, the daughter had to have been brought in on that. So, like, if we want to do anything further, I think the safest option would be go to the daughter, show her the footage of her dad dying, and go and go. We know that you set him up. Like, we have the cell phone. Like, what's going on? Or we could just, you know, take the, what was the pill? The that to go back to sleep, and you don't know all this stuff off the Matrix. Was that the red or the blue? Probably blue telling yeah. from way social media works now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's honestly God truth. Um, so what do you all want to do as players? Do you all want to like I don't think hanging out here we're already on the radar. Like we could just go ahead and go as as we were directed and show up the next day and uh, just pick up the pieces or so, we could try to figure out what's going on. So so out of character, I will explain the situation. Um your boss was told that this other group, this private group that works with Delta Green, um, wanted to take a look inside first before anything and to give them the night to investigate. Um, and they were given that opportunity, which your handler didn't like. Because he thinks that whatever's in there that has caused this whole investigation to begin with will be grabbed up by this other group and Delta Green will be left out in the cold with nothing and you'll just be sitting here wondering what the hell is going on. So he lets you know that there's something going to go down at midnight if you end up being there. Oh no, it's unfortunate. Otherwise, if you want to just follow official orders, just be around for the morning. You'll probably just have to make sure that nothing was missed. What do you out, of, out, of, out of out of character, uh, you could probably guess. Uh, I mean, further out of character, you could probably guess what group I'm referencing. Probably. Uh, so it's do we want the easy button and do we want to end this session sooner or do we want to potentially do some exciting stuff um, in the meantime or you know overnight? Hmm. What do you think, Margo? You're the one on timetable. I don't. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't want to get too late back to Ethan and stuff. But I'd say if if you're okay with it, let's just take the easy way out. If that's if that's okay with you, Brownie. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Like I do have questions. I, I I'm enjoying this scenario, Nick. I. <laughs> I feel like I ran into a wall. Like the second I started opening my mouth in that cryogenics lab, I'm like. I almost just wanted to say, hey, uh, you know your guy's dead, right? What's going on? I could have said that. I mean, yeah. We can go back in there and say that now. Or easy button. Thank well, what's, what's easy button? You, are you okay with easy button? I don't, I'm enjoying the story. So, <laughs> I mean, as long as I'm like, you know. I think if, Nick if, will still give us a recap at the end. Quickly, I, I, will, I will off the mic. Say what yeah. was going on if if 
guys are interested. But um, also, if you choose to stay the night, I will fast forward to the night. Um, unless there's some scene that you really need to do. But honestly, it's up to you guys. Um, I wanted to leave it both ways because the backstory involved... Like, with the backstory I have made up, it would make sense that this would happen. Um, so it also works well with the, do you want to end it here or play for another, like, 30 minutes, 40 minutes? Yeah. I say we just end it. Yeah, let's go easy button on this one, then. Um, so you drive off. You get some sleep that you very well need. Um, is there? Did you want to talk to the daughter or no? Because that that could be a quick scene. That's that won't take too long. I think so. Yeah, I think that'd be a good compromise. At least no. I mean, we're. I think it, if this was like part of a longer form game or campaign, this is where you start. If you didn't already distrust the organization, this is definitely going to be you know sowing some seeds of doubt, so to speak. So, uh, like, I'll drive there to the daughter's house with everybody. Uh, we've got the laptop. I'll take my drop piece back. Yeah, I'll give it back to you. And uh, <laughs> I'm kidding. I said the first mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I'll take it back after we we talk to the daughter. How's that? <laughs> I, I was kidding. Don't let me influence your decisions. Um, she opens the door and I shoot her, Nick. I'm repeating it all over again. <laughs> it's not a shotgun this time. You can't kill her instantly. Um, so you 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 knock back on the door. Oh, it's it's you guys. Uh, did you did you find my father? Just want, we just wanted to catch you before you took off for Hawaii. You know, uh, you mind if we come step in as I step in? Um, uh, so level with us. Like, what's going on here? I, I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Well, your your dad has been murdered, leaving your house, and the people who murdered him were waiting here at your place to intercept him and murder him. So, like, what's going on? Like, oh look, iPad, play. Oh, oh God, that was is that him? I, I don't know. He's not my dad. Uh, I mean, that's if that's that's him. That 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 can't be him. He's too young. Hmm. Police officer. Fighting can do a lot. My dad should be 76. That guy looks like he's uh, in his 40s. The very picture of health, 40 is. Well, that's a, an awful long way to jump with a really bad uh, security uh, camera from across the way. And, you know, lighting and, and quality can do a lot. So uh, he does match the description that we gave you and that you identified as your father. Yeah, but I mean, I, I didn't think, like... Is is this so? So he's dead, right? Uh, this gentleman yeah. definitely is. It seems uh, probably from uh, you know gas expulsions from the sewer. Something that oof, never want to okay. be uh, near near that when it happens. Yeah. I I I uh, can I get a copy of this for my uh, my lawsuit? I don't, my, I don't my, think my you understand. Words. You're going to be next if you say anything. Oh, I'm not going to be next. Who were I'm the guys waiting here? Who were the guys waiting here? I don't know. They they walked down the street. How how do you know that they were waiting here? Reference the whole like it's a perfect vantage point. You need you set this up. Uh, I, I, I look was, at the phone call. Like like show them, officer. Show show her the phone. Okay. Uh, she listens to it. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I hold up the phone in the goo in the evidence bag. <laughs> she uh. 
with your yeah. with your humans you could tell that she at least recognizes recognizes the one voice it's like i i don't i don't know what you're talking about the i didn't have men wait here i was watching tv the entire night sure the other we, bag doctor <laughs> sure the bag of fingers oh god what what is that well, you don't recognize your dad's phalanges come on oh i don't reckon what what kind of question is that so here's what i'm saying and I don't think I've been very clear. I, for me, want to know what this was. I'm going to shut up. You can draw your money or whatever. You can try, and you may end up dead too, just like him. I want to know who approached you with this. Uh, give me a persuasion. Because I'm turning in a report, and what I put in that report may make you look more of an attractive person if you don't cooperate. So that's a 24 out of 40. Okay. Uh, no, it's... Uh, I didn't know that they would kill him. I just thought he was already dead. I was surprised... I'm, I'm surprised that he was still alive. Didn't know they would kill him implies you know them. What are you not telling us? I, 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 I don't know their names. They, they approached me the other day because... The, well, not the other day, a couple weeks ago. Um... They they said they worked for for some company. They showed me some badges. Um, I've, it's it the company was Biogenics. They said that the cryogenic the the cryonics facility that my dad owns has some some chemical work that is interesting that they want to take a look at, but they won't share the formula with them. And if I was and you know. They're they're not even sure if if my dad's alive. They were talking to some other person there, um, and they said that if they could, if I could declare my dad legally dead, I would inherit the company, and then that they would buy it from me and all the proprietary information for a lot of money. I thought he was already dead. I thought I was just gonna earn what I deserved, what I had coming for me. And that I could just sell the company, and that I could just finally, you know, f- move south, have a good life, you know, drink, 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 Pini drinks plots. on the beach, and and she's sort of like getting into like a slight panic attack mode. And I think she's lying to us because of all the calls on this burner phone that was in her father's pocket to her so- apartment. Uh, the, the calls. Okay, yes, I, I, someone called. They, they said that they were my dad. I said I, I, I told them that he called and that he said he was still alive. And they said that you know, with with technology these days, you can make anyone's voice sound like anything. And that the only way to prove it was to see him face to face. So I, I talked a bunch of times and I convinced him. I convinced the man to to come here and and to to come meet me. Um, he he insisted that it not be. He he, he said he needed to be uh not public or anything. It had to be at night. It, it was very weird. He was he had all these like criteria, and you know we just settled for outside uh, outside my house. He said he would come by here knock on the door and we could talk and he never showed i don't know apparently he died you know very close to 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 my door he he didn't make it that has nothing to do with me i did not do any of this 
all I asked was to meet him and to that if this was him, that asshole. He he'd left us for for thirty six years alone and and that that company's mine and I'm gonna sell it. Kim, you got any questions? Uh, it's a kind of sing songy over to her. I don't know. <laughs> Wanna go drink? Yeah. <laughs> I've got enough closure for my character. What about you, Brian? I mean, knowing the the program, we'll probably have to um, disappear her, but we can deal with that tomorrow. Yeah. Well, you have a good day. I, of course, didn't say disappear her in front of her. Yeah. <laughs> she, she she keeps asking for a copy of the video, <laughs> which I, I probably assume you, you do not want to do. Um, yeah. S- send me your email address. Sure thing. Uh, she 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 writes it down on a piece of paper and, and yeah. like she she rushes back into her apartment to get a piece of paper to write it on. And at that point, you guys probably just leave and walk out. <laughs> oh no, I want it because I se- I sent her a link to the meme of Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. You lose, you get nothing. Okay, yeah, that's fun too. Um, <laughs> and then when she walks back by, I'm gonna open the stove door and see if she melts. No, I'm just playing. So. You guys go get your rest, do whatever other rituals you need to de-stress after an op. Um, and the next morning, you get a call from Connolly. Uh, you- yeah, uh, we'll we'll say that you guys decided to meet up in the morning because he did say be on standby. Um, yeah. So when you guys are in the uh, cafe, Starbucks, Dunkin' Donuts, whatever you prefer, um, we'll say that uh, you get a call, Dr. Carmen. Uh, Cameron, uh, yeah. Cameron, yes. Uh, hello. Yeah, hello. This is this is Connolly. Hey, uh, how are you? <laughs> Good. Um, I take it you guys took the night off. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, there were some people already watching the place, so we were yeah. already made. Okay. Um, well. I'm going to need you and Nurse Kim to be on standby. Um, I'm going to need Officer Tim to head down and just surveil the scene. Apparently, there was a problem with the liquid nitrogen factory next to Cryovita. And due to its proximity and it apparently had connections to cryovita to directly pump liquid nitrogen in there was a a large explosion from some pressurized vessel being whatever you know it it blew up the facility is no more we just need officer tim to get down to the scene and, and join the unis on site just to make sure that they didn't miss anything um well thank, thank you thank you for your uh Thank you for your time. No problem. Click. Whew. Well, I guess that means I don't have to take a personal day. <laughs> you get to double. That's it's like when you uh, when I was a teacher. Well, I'm still a teacher, but, but they would pink slip me, but I could draw unemployment and still draw my teacher pay. It's like double dipping, man. You are living the American dream. Um, Officer Tim, if you go down there, uh, there's a lot of scrap and debris. Um, any any blood on the site is you know collected and written off as oh it must be 
some of those bodies that were in there that has now thawed slightly from <laughs> being exposed to the elements. Um, but yeah, you you don't find anything out of the ordinary to report back, and you guys are just left wondering what might have been in that back room if you had more time and no one to race you to those secrets. In the cleanup with Delta Green, I recommend um, disappearing for both uh, Emile Marcellus and uh, the daughter. Um, Because they've seen what happened, unless the program isn't worried about them talking about what they've seen. uh, Funny that you mention it. Uh, Apparently, Kendra Wright got into a car accident uh, later that day. Strangely enough, with a taxi cab? No. No. Like, um, is it is it like rain on your wedding day? Nothing happens to a meal. Um, but did any of you, if any of you wanted to look into uh, biogenics, you could do that with a bureaucracy check. Um, yeah, I can. I can do bureaucracy. I mean, I'm I'm just wanting you to say Marsh Technologies. So. Yes. Yes. Okay. So so so. Which I was also thinking. Yeah. Yes. So I had at least five names here that you would have had to work your way through before reaching March Technologies, but yeah. March awesome. Okay. So, so questions, comments, concerns. How'd you guys enjoy this? Uh, it was, like most of mine, heavy on the investigation up front. But oh, it, uh, I think it pays off in the end if you know what you're going into. At first off, Cool Air does not get enough love. So that's a short story, Margo, by H.P. Lovecraft. But it, it does not get enough love. And, okay, I thought I saw a fox in my backyard. It's a log. I, my mind is playing tricks on me now. <laughs> but uh, anyway, moving back to it. Uh, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, I kind of figured that, um, like, you know, midway through, just knowing the stories and all that, like the bones thing kind of threw me off where they kind of gathered all that up. I didn't understand the heat blast. And, you know, things started really coming together, though, when, you know, the medical scene and we, we figured out what the, that basically it was human antifreeze or whatnot that was kind of keeping that person alive. Um, well, it was, it was the, the, the thing in the, the, the vessel that was being fed into the cryogen tubes that had Dr. Munez's formula. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, there was a small little document, well, I guess, two documents released on uh, Detweiler's Patreon, one for Herbert West and one for Dr. Munez for different formulas for the extension of life. And I've just been meaning to run this for forever um, because I feel like cold air doesn't get as much, uh, like you said, um, time as Herbert West. Yeah. Um, so I thought like one the, the big horror scene in that story was the guy basically rapidly decomposing in front of everyone's eyes because of the heat. So I was like, how, like, they would be fun if someone was just, like, bumped on top of, like, an air vent where the hot air from underneath New York City just comes out, and he just, like, instantly melts because of the the heat that they didn't plan for. In fact, it even, I think, says that in the document as one example of a way to expose it. Oh, yeah, that that's, I mean, the wind's going to blow right up your pant legs and stuff like that, too. So, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty, that was pretty cool. If you're familiar with the story, um... The woman who owns the apartment in the story is Miss Herrera, and mm-hmm. her son would run errands for Dr. Bunes, and his name was Esteban. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I remember. That's where I, that's where I came up with how they knew the formula. I had it so he looked different. 
Um, he, 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 like, I, I rolled, like, a, a stealth to see how well he was disguised. Or, not stealth. I rolled disguise to see how well he was disguised. And he rolled uh, pretty well compared to your just general alertness scores and human scores. So I just had it so... Um, unless you, like, asked, does he look like anything, I wasn't gonna... Yeah. Right out say it. So cool. Um... It seemed like he wasn't really necessarily, well, he wasn't necessarily a bad person. I mean, more than any bad people, except for the ones that we allowed to do stuff, per se. I mean, maybe morally gray. Yeah, I think it would be more like that. Did, uh, Margo, did you enjoy your first game? I really, really enjoyed it. Um, I mean, you could probably tell I don't have a lot of confidence in what I'm doing because I've never played anything like this before. Um, but. I mean, I love games, and when we were kids growing up, not that you all probably care about this, but Adam would always play games, and I used to beg him to wait until I was around so I could just watch the story as it unfolded when he was going through it, and I kind of feel like that's a throwback to when we were kids, and we used to do that together. Um, I didn't really know what to expect going in. Um, I had a very open mind, and... It was it was awesome. So thank you. Like truly. Yeah, I think but. you did an excellent job this being your first time. And like like you said, you know, we could tell you're not super confident about it, but I think, you know, you, you did great and basically it's theater of the mind, you know, what what can I try to do? You know, tell a story. And I, yeah. I think that you'll if you if you come back and, and visit us and play more, you know, you'll just get more confident about it and I think you'll do great. Thank you. What did you think about her brownie just taking off on her own, going down the hallway and all? I mean, that was, it was a like I didn't, move. <laughs> oh, that was bad. I knew whenever I did that, I was like, "This is a mistake," but we're gonna roll with it. Oh, I thought I mean, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah it me was. Too. Awesome. I, I like how Adam was like, "I'm gonna make a distraction so she comes back at, so she can come back out and no one notices." And then you were like, "I'm gonna go deeper in." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I missed that part when he said that because I would have definitely taken the out, but it still made for a great part of the time. story. Yeah, yeah. So it still did made for a great part of the story too. Yeah, I'm glad you didn't come back. I mean, I, I think it's awesome, too, because you don't realize what you've just done. Like, we're having all this conversation, and then I'm like, well, I'll do this to kind of help her out. Well, Nurse Kim don't know what the hell's going on out in the lobby. You know what I mean? You just, like, went about your business as you would have normally done. And that was, I mean, I didn't know if you, that was intentional or if that was just, uh, but, I mean, it, it, it was It was just me yeah. feeling my way through the game, like, she was feeling her way through the situation, I guess. Um, yeah. All, all these games have their basis in horror. And the things that surprise us most in horror, I think, are part of what makes us enjoy them the most. So having that human element, having those different decisions made, you know, just makes the game that much better, in my opinion. I like that. Agreed. But no, I mean, I didn't know if Adam would be able to get anybody together to break in the newbie a little bit. So thank you all for volunteering. It was this yeah. or heat stroke. And I'm glad I chose this. <laughs> <laughs> always happy yeah. to help. And I'm always happy yeah. to have people play my games. I have like a one shot or two in my back pocket for a rainy day. So well, was... I, I appreciate you jumping in on this here. Uh, it, I should have planned a little bit better and all but when the, the second you're like, Hey, you can play with your sister. I'm like, yeah, that that sounds good. I I want to. <laughs> I thought that would be a, 
a better experience for there. So thank you so much, man, for running. And uh, this was, you know, as far as the scenario goes, we didn't we didn't shoot anybody, we didn't do anything like that. But I think the more trouble aspect of it, the horror that you kind of hit upon. Not only did we see all these weird things and all that, it's just the the powerlessness of the bureaucracy that you kind of set up. Yeah, uh, I, I was waiting for you guys to notice, like, we have a doctor, a nurse, and a cop. Why are there no, like, federal agents or anything else in on this? Yeah. I considered being, like, a, when you said chemical or bio or whatever, I, I considered um, an FDA agent, like, Federal Food and Drug Administration agent, um, because they do have an enforcement wing. But, you know, it worked. Yeah. yeah. If, if you guys pointed, like, pointed that out like i was like when you said it i was like oh good i could have it be that oh maybe it's a side investigation because he was told to not investigate so we pulled in a bunch of lower level people to look at look into things (laughs) rando squad go yes but but it it never came up i didn't want to didn't want to push it too hard awesome man well thank you all so much uh, for you know playing and running this this has been a blast i enjoyed having the opportunity to join with my sister in her first game and I'm going to have to talk to her about getting discord set up on her, her home setup so she can join us for more games. I look forward to playing with you again. If the uh, opportunity arises. Absolutely. I appreciate it guys. Yes, that's about it. So uh, I'd like to thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the role playing exchange. And until next time, we'll see you all later. Bye. Bye. Bye.